All right, here we go. Thanks, everybody, for joining episode number 12 of Sit Down Marks. This is going to be a fun episode today, man. I want to uh, welcome my my host here, guest host, or excuse me, co-host to the show from the land of the rattlesnake, Mr. Team Extreme himself. You better acknowledge him, editor and producer of the show, Primo. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Acknowledge me, AJ. You know you should acknowledge your champion. Yeah, that's a pretty fancy trophy. See what I did there? I acknowledged the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. is. All right, my other co-host, we just found out, man, he's no longer from Chicago. He's nope. no longer from the mean streets. Nope. nope. This guy is now residing straight out of your mama's kitchen, assistant editor, editor and producer of the show. Everybody, welcome, AJ. Straight. That's- your mama's, mama's kitchen, kitchen. Yeah. not mine. Your mama's no. kitchen, right? And, and not crooked out of your mama's kitchen. Yeah. Straight, not crooked. Straight on out. I want to thank everybody on uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, now Google Podcasts, Sportinarian.com, online radio Fridays at seven fifteen, right after the Thomas Bryce show. All right, guys. Was, uh, there's uh, a lot that's happened here. Uh, there was some breaking news that dropped. Um, not long ago, so we're going to get to that right after we uh, we thank our sponsors. First of all, Coastland Apparel, CoastlandApparel.com. Use that promo code BIRDTVBIRD. You see the boys rocking all the the gear tonight. I got the Coastland shirt and hat tonight. AJ's got the shirt. Primo the hat. Man, we're doing it right here, man. Absolutely. All right, right. so. All right, so uh, our other uh, sponsor, let's talk about this, man. I got a little cherry lime today. What are you guys bringing to the show tonight? Rowdy. Sour green apple rowdy. I've never never had it. We have the the cotton candy. Never. Ooh. That's Dirty's favorite. Is it? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's right there up up at the top. (laughs) That tastes like donut frosting. Crack it open. A little bit of bubbly. Just a little bit of the bubbly. Which is not here yet. I got back in town and it was like, I don't care about like new mic, headphones, whatever. I'm like, where's my little bit of the bubbly? Not here, unfortunately. Oh. But this okay. is pretty good. It tastes like well, a circus. It does. A circus in your mouth. A circus in your mouth. Yep. That counts as an impression. Yep. That does count. Yep, there's one. All right. So, all right, Primo, let's get this episode rolling, man. This day in wrestling history and birthdays. Let's roll. This day in wrestling history, June 2nd. I always look forward to this. As you should. 1987, the Honky Tonk Man defeats Ricky Steamboat for the Intercontinental Ooh. Championship, brother. Ooh. One of my least favorite matches of all He's time. He's on the Honky Tonk Man. He's uh, <laughs> a Honky Tonk Man. I'm Tonky. I'm cool. I'm bad. He didn't. Oh. I'm not going right. to about Honky Tonk. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to 2004. Uh, I hate it so much. <laughs> this is uh, 2004. Two, Jeff Jarrett defeats Ron Killings. The truth. Ron the truth killings. Ron the truth, truth, truth killings. That's right. AJ Styles, Raven, and Cowboy Chris Harris in the first ever King of the Mountain match to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship in uh, TNA back in the day, 2004. I thought that would be a fun match to watch. Woo! I yeah. Inter- yeah, interesting concept. Uh, I mean, yeah. so yeah, moving forward, one year. Okay. It's kind of a, this is a, I threw this on here because uh, it's kind of, you know, he's he's a current 
traveling champion uh, in modern times. So, 2005, Kenny Omega Ooh. defeated Chris Sabin in the oh. finals of the Premier Championship Wrestling's Premier Cup to become the first NWA Canadian X Division champion. Ooh, <laughs> Canadian. Canadian. Now we're really branching out on belts here. Uh, yeah. The Canadian X Division tag belt team. Collector. <laughs> The Canadian X Division Tag Team Intercontinental yeah. um, <laughs> Bantamweight European yeah. North American right. uh, Midwestern. So that's this day in history. Moving on to the birthdays, we have 1988. Okay. We have Grotto. Y'all know you remember him? Grotto. Yeah, TNA. Yep, that's yep. where I remember him. Yeah. Uh, 1977. He also built a uh, TNA. Almost says name. But he also, if you remember, SmackDown is the house that AJ Styles built. Because AJ this, Styles was born on this day in 1977. Oh, the phenomenal one. Happy birthday to AJ. How is, nice. he, how is he still? AJ Styles, man. He's in his prime. Like, he's, he's looking excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Golly, yeah. man. Yeah. Watch that guy wrestle so much. Like, stole and, my name. Like, and still interested to this day. And watching him wrestle. Did he steal your name? Were Were you born first? I was AJ first. That counts. <laughs> I wrote him a letter. He did not write me back. Gimmick infringement. Yes. 1958, our last birthday of the night. Okay. The total package. Lex. Lex the Lex Express, baby. Yes. All American. Oh, the Lex Express. He had the American van, and it was all Yes, sir. And that is this day in wrestling history and today's birthdays. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Let me tell you about this, though, about Lex. People say what they want, but, you know, me growing up watching NWA, like, he was the chiseled, perfect you know, he oh, had yeah. the gold locks, you know, and I'll you tell you what, man. He was the total package? Yeah. You could say he was say. the total package. One might say. That'd be a good, yeah. you know, they should put that on him, you know. <laughs> might get him somewhere. But no, honestly, though, like, if you, I don't know if you guys remember the old NWA United States Heavyweight Championship. Like, right. I, I seen a picture of him just the other day, and uh, and he was wearing that, and just was looked he really? like this natural it just looked like it just fit him man it was just a a, a beautiful picture man it's a great looking belt he just looked like uh just the ultimate wrestler's wrestler you know like he, uh you know yeah so i was uh i love watching watching lex he was he was a powerhouse man and then i got older and didn't like him so much but, but like he he like as getting older and going back and watching like old like pay-per-views and stuff he steals sure. Every match that he's in, you can't like. I remember watching uh, what's the the dippy one where um, Hogan and Macho had to go into the cage, and there were three floors of the cage. And, oh like, yeah, three stages of, yeah, well, three yeah. Stages like, of yeah. hell. Yes, yeah, but I, like I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's what it was called back then, but it might have been. Yeah, three stages of wrestling. It cage. just reminds me of you've seen ever seen the movie Raider Rumble. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> one more thing I want to say about Lex, man. Always loved. He was one of the best hot tags out there. Mm -hmm. If he was in a tag team with somebody and they were getting to him, always loved seeing Lex come in and clear house with the. With he the would he would clothesline everybody with just a straight. He's got the, the just a straight walk. Like, yeah. 
Uh, like it was an awesome, awesome hot tag. I, I like to. I, I think it's hilarious that we have only been live for all of twelve minutes, and AJ's tweet about Muncie, Indiana, was already asked about. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. He said, "Klepto said, okay, I don't have a lot of time, but I really must know where does Muncieana fall? Muncie, Indiana, fall on our list on no, of greatest no wrestling cities? I said number six is a joke." Probably more like 1,006. Muncie, Indiana, <laughs> lovely little town. Nothing against them. They're just not a wrestling town. They're the town where Ball State is. That's where David Letterman went to college. You know, I tried to just pick the worst or the weirdest sounding city. Why do you know so much about Muncie, Indiana? Uh, I retain. Uh, I very, very little about Indiana was. in general, besides yeah. the Colts and the Hoosiers. The All right, guys. Let's get this pod rolling, man. All right, so just hours ago, huge news was dropped from the WWE all across social media. AJ, tell us what happened, man. So, uh, WWE, they recently went through a round of pretty controversial uh, releases with, uh, you know, Samoa Joe being uh, the chief name among them. And then, wow, today another round of releases and some of these people this is a big list here this is insane so i'm gonna start roster moving clearing yeah start at the top so we have braun Strowman released today wow okay he was in a a main event uh championship program not too long ago yeah i mean he just wrestled a mcmahon not long ago so okay alistair black who they just brought him back and he uh got inserted into the intercontinental title picture that one Mm -hmm. really really surprised me Me just returned he was getting uh he was getting the 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 videos you know the packages for a big return this one i don't i don't understand this one more than any of them but okay it it made no sense they're like we're gonna build you up and bring you back uh just kidding you're fired (laughs) yeah yeah, next. Oh, all those rumors about Zelina coming back probably shot down next. Yeah, I, did, I didn't. I didn't go look, but apparently Alistair went on Zelina's Twitch and said something really? you know, earlier. So yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Um, up next is Lana, which uh, still kind of a big name, but yeah, not surprised. Crush, not um, not surprised, but surprised because she's had matches. Yeah, recent on matches. TV with, last, uh, you know, with Naomi. Yeah, yeah, but this may, you know, that one, that one they, probably. They, her glow. they were only feeling Naomi's glow. I'm, I'm right. surprised that after Rusev was let go, that she nice, <laughs> that she stuck around. Um, another one who has been on TV quite a bit lately, Ruby Riot, is now unemployed. Heidi, come back to the Indies. We want you. Heidi Lovers. Her, that's Heidi Lovers. The best thing for her, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Her character just never really worked on WWE yeah. TV, and she yeah. can do so much. Yeah, Riot Squad was a good little faction for a minute. You know, fell apart. It was, you know, um, kind of a. She was the faction. only one out of that faction I took seriously. Yep, me I too. Can, yeah, yeah. She also she also had the coolest look in in that right. faction. Like she right. just mm-hmm. looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, up next is uh, Murphy, also known as Buddy Murphy. Who is probably one of the, or was one of the most talented guys on the roster? Yeah. Yeah. Great wrestler, bad talker. Yeah. Yeah. No mic skills. Well, you know, no, you know, he 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 ain't gonna sell me on a match. I'm gonna watch it because of his athleticism. You know what I mean? And, and for what I think it's gonna be good, but he ain't gonna sell me on a match like, you know, 
No. I'm I'll not. see you Sunday, brother. So, you know. like, no, you won't. I mean, cause... that's, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't conform to the Messiah. So, I mean, he yeah, I know it was his main problem. Yeah. Uh, All right. Anybody else on that list, AJ? Was that There's it? There's one, one more kind of okay. minor one, uh, Santana Garrett, which yep. hasn't been featured in who knows yeah, how uh, long. And so yeah, that one wasn't I, very surprising either. Yeah. I, I feel like she's been signed and released a few times. Yeah. And she was, she's been in the women's tournaments and stuff. All right. So let's break this down real quick. What makes sense, you know, all right, we know, we don't know if, you know, if they're going to have to wait months before they get back on TV. AJ, what are you thinking? So, you know, the fact that they were released instead of their contracts expiring mm-hmm. means that there will be uh, a waiting period between when they can um, go work for another company. Whereas if their contracts expired, they could just show up so the next day. Walk right out, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be, I don't like, I don't know how long all of them will be on the shelf. I imagine some of them can be available right away. I'm hoping Alistair Black shows up in uh, AEW tonight because that would be be amazing. All right. Um, Next question. Next question for everybody here um, real quick, and then we'll move on. Crazy, you know, crazy because last week we'll talk about it later. But you know, the whole WWE New Japan talks were allegedly happening. Now this week, you know, they're letting some top stars go. You know, I'm reading today. You know, a lot, you know, it sounds like a lot of people were thinking it's because Cena and Lesnar are coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're about to go back live. They want to get more people on. You know, you know, I mean, you, you can read all kinds of tons of reasons. You know what I mean? But all right, so let's put this in a nutshell. What happens next with these guys? Let's talk Braun first. Where do you see Braun go? Why? What makes sense? I don't know. If, I'm gonna start with. I don't know if AEW makes sense. I feel like he's probably going to be an impact guy because he could be a big, big figure there. Is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But I don't know. You know, I don't know. Go I don't back, know. Go back to doing strong man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, I, I can see him. Bring the Wyatt family, family back. All oh, the poor what? There's no Wyatts left. Oh, no. oh, oh, that was like my favorite. Scene. Rowan did a. Uh, Rowan made an appearance in AEW after uh, Brody Lee passed. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. I, can, um, I can see Braun going to New Japan and just be a monster. Be another American, uh, what's American. it called? Lord, Lord Tenzai, Lord uh, Tenzai. yes, Albert. Yeah, Lord Tenzai. Um, I want to, I'm so curious to know what happened there. Like, he just yeah. wrestled Shane at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. he sure. also just wrestled in a triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Something went awry there, like, or he, he just was he not agreeing with what they were doing with him? Was yes. he getting hard to work with? I know it's kind of weird too because it's like, you know, Rusev and Zelina just got released not long ago. Now we're Alistair and Lana. You know what I mean? So it's it's hard not it's to like, think. That's one of those things. Well, you know, they did them. They did them separately. So it's like if you, if they would have done. Uh, like Miro and Lana together, they'd be like, "Well, you're punishing me because I'm married to him." But now, since it's like sure, six sure, months sure. later, it's like, see, no, we didn't, we didn't mean to punish you guys at all. We, this is totally separate incidences. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. All right, really quick, uh, Alistair. I, I, I say AEW first. I think yep. he fits right in there. Uh, I don't yep. think they're going to sign all these guys. I mean, that's the first thing we think. You know, that's how our mind has changed. Our wrestling minds, when somebody gets released from one of the other companies, oh, which other company are they showing well, up? Yep. I mean, 
you think you, you, as soon as Alistair Black, you think you mean Tommy Gunn? You know, as soon as he goes, his the news dropped. You know, his phone's ringing. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it's like it's the same thing that they think. Probably it's their it's their livelihood. It's that it's their paycheck. So sure, sure. They're already booking things, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I like too is uh, the idea of the indies getting kicked back up. You know, and some of these guys getting released, and some of these companies like AEW Impact can, you know, and uh, can, uh, you know, can uh, like reap the benefits from them dumping yes. some resources into like three uh, Brock Lesnar matches. I almost yeah, asked. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yep. You know, uh, you know where Braun Strowman should go. Uh, Hot dog that, eating contest. AAW. AAW. Yep. Uh, Let's see. When are we? When are we going? August. Yeah. August. Yeah. A A W Chicago. I want to watch Braun Braun Strowman against Leo Rush in A A W. I would love yeah. that. Yeah. And watch watch Leo just run circles around him. All right, real quick, what do you guys think about the rest of the way? Buddy Buddy Murphy seems like an impact. Yeah, he's, he's got impact, impact or yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ring of he, Honor. He, he Ring of Honor is what I was thinking too. Yeah. Heidi, I'm thinking Impact. You know, um, AEW has a pretty stacked women's division right now. There's a lot of girls over there that ain't getting on TV right now. So, uh, you know, so she might fit a little more in Impact. I would love it if she came back to the Indies. But you know, um, Lana, honestly, I'm good. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm good. I I do she, not. Uh, want to see her with rusev or miro uh, that's that's yeah. probably no. i feel like that's 90 percent the chance gonna have that's gonna uh, i know and it bothers me praise please she's let just that gonna come back out not, and rusev's gonna be in a tank coming out the entrance <laughs> that was she's, gonna, she's cool, gonna go dude. back from having entrance. a georgia accent back to having a russian back accent. to russia yeah. yes all right, let's get this show underway, man. Yeah, you forgot uh, about what? Santana Garrett. She's oh, we thought we said, yeah. She's uh, going to work at the Sunglass Hut, is what Santana oh, Garrett is going to do. Is she? Oh, or like yeah. Hot Topic. I can see her selling t-shirts at Hot Topic. I mean, Yeah, she, she can make uh, outfits. She does have some very flashy outfits. So she if she makes those on her own, she could sell those Your for outfit. sure. All right, right, guys, officially, welcome to the show. I'm your heel host, Dirty Bird. You guys know those other guys there. Uh, We're going to talk about a lot of wrestling today. We're going to cover the week in wrestling. Uh, We are also, I don't have one at the moment, should have one to show you, but if you're listening out there, uh, if you'd like some free stickers, man, message me on Twitter or Facebook. Oh, the boys are showing them there. If anybody's uh, checking those out right there, they are brand new sit down mark stickers. Go to my uh, Facebook or Twitter, drop your name and address there. In a, in a message, in a private message, actually. There you go. AJ's got him right up Sometimes front. Sometimes he dances. Sometimes he dances. Sometimes. Like he likes uh, he likes the Macarena. That's his favorite. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, message us, man. We're giving out free stickers, and we ship them anywhere in the continental United States. Absolutely free. So uh, if you would like some uh, sit-down Mark's uh, stickers, then uh, let us know. We might even throw some uh, Primo Silver Fox stickers in there or Dirty Bird stickers, as we're uh, seeing right there. So, all right, so that's the show today. First of all, man, I want to thank everybody uh, for listening on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We are now on Stitcher. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and every Friday night on Sportinarium Radio, online radio.com, uh, 7.15 Eastern Time, right after the Thomas Bryce Show. So uh, there's a lot of ways for us to uh, get in your ears now. So any right. way 
uh, you want to listen to us. Uh, but we appreciate all the uh, downloads and subscriptions, man. We've got a lot of big things coming up. And when I say big things, I mean big things, man. we got some right. uh, fun stuff uh, coming here. We're only in episode 12, and uh, big things are happening here. Those so of you that, are, that, have, that, that have been with us since our early episodes, you're going to be pretty happy with what we got coming up, and you're going to be uh, – Proud that you were some early day one listeners. <laughs> Absolutely. Got a, lot of, got a lot of changes coming to the show. We're going to keep the same format. We're just going to be adding and uh, interchanging uh, some things. So, um, as a uh, first show, I want to let everybody know we're going to uh, kind of trim down our, our, our recap so we can talk more kind of like uh, the stuff that's uh, uh, that's uh, that we want to talk about here on the show. So, but um, so we're going to trim down our uh, our weekly recaps. Now, each show will absolutely still get covered. We will just be um, we will just be shortening it uh, just a little bit so we can get more to uh, to other things that we have uh, planned for the show. So, all right, quick little uh, note as we get started. Uh, AJ with AEW um, was supposed to be on last Wednesday, did not come on. They moved it to Friday. Basically Friday was like a, a little hype show, a weigh in with Cody and a go, go. So I'll let you cover that real quick. And then, uh, we'll move on to impact. So, uh, the AEW live dynamite on Friday, like you said, it was, it was a weigh in with, uh, Cody Rose, Anthony, go, go, whatever. Um, there was a celebration of the inner circle, which again was eh, whatever. And then uh, a, a whole list of squash matches that were just there to, like, hype up the people who were in the big matches on Sunday. Right. And then uh, there was an Orange Cassidy response to uh, Kenny Omega's offer to defer his title. Not a yep. whole lot happened, obviously. It was just to build up to the pay-per-view. And in that case, it or that in that way, it did a pretty good job. I watched it. I was interested. Yeah, I, I watched it too. I'll say this. I, I know you got something to say, Primo, too. I'll say this. Two things that came to across my mind during that thing, and they were freaking awesome. The first thing was I got goosebumps when the show started. Hearing fans, fans. at the show, fireworks, you know, everybody pumped. The referee cut, man, it was awesome. I kind of got a little bit of goosebumps right now talking about it, man. Man, but I'll tell you what. But the other thing that gave me goosebumps, and I don't know if you guys felt this way or not, I know this is family show, so I'm not going to say, but this is how I want to express this here. <laughs> when Cody came out for this weigh-in, this man is building a freaking empire. Like, I felt like this dude was the world heavyweight champion. The family he has with him? Yes. The entourage, the tracksuits, everybody's the nightmare family. You know, like, this man came out. He is building an empire, folks right in front of our eyes and we need to recognize that, that this is happening this dude yeah. is, is putting the road's name back on the top of the map he's putting aew right up there at the top of the map he's making things feel important now you know um we'll talk about other things later about how matches go but man importance you know and and just um the pop and circumstance of everything, you know, he's really into that. And I love that about Cody, man. I do. And, and he's, uh, he's putting on a show, man. It just, it felt so important when he walked out. I felt like a King was showing up here, like uh -huh. to weigh into his, uh, his people. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm here to weigh in in front of all of you. Like, you know, like, like, I don't know, man, he's, he's building the empire guys. We're watching it. He's like, he's so, like the, the better version of triple H is what, Cody Rhodes is basically doing right now. 
with that uh, empire that he's building, I like that you made such a serious note about Cody, and I'm going to do 100% 180. As am, right. as am I. <laughs> All right. I, I just say Go ahead. So, so, I, so I just wanted to say how I thought I was laughing so hard how Anthony Agogo comes out in these, when he does his way in, so he does his second, but, but sure. he did his way, on, way in in these, like, UK uh, flag uh, underwear, like, <laughs> showing off his thing, and Cody's got on, like, straight food, the fruit of the loom, or Hanes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing so He's much. common like, man. He's the common man. One solid color. Let's son go. Of son of a plumber. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so I just thought that was funny. It's free to the loop. <laughs> And then he's like giving away his tracksuit, so he can't. He's gonna walk backstage in his in his underwear. So yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I love Cody, like man. He's uh, he's he cuts fire promos. I still love. Probably my favorite promo was him not long ago when he cut it. Um, I was actually there. It was in Champaign, Illinois. AEW was like Wednesday Night Dynamite when he cut the promo, and it might have been a little different for me because I was there. But he cut the promo on MJF. When he, when he threw the car keys, and he took his watch off, he threw the watch. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? You remember that? Yeah. That was in Champagne, folks. Was it really? Uh, yes. I like the one he did the other day, actually, about, you know, being the American dream. Yeah, oh, that, that, that was, that that was, was good. really good. So, man, I, li- I love this weigh-in. Very well laid out. Very well put out there. Uh, I liked it. It did, was, did its job. So, that will lead up to the Double or Nothing pay-per-view card, which we'll talk about a little later on. All right, so that was actually Friday. We're used to AEW being uh, Wednesday, so that was actually Friday. So we'll back up to Thursday now for for Impact. So not a whole lot happened here. We're still setting up matches. Uh, they're on their way to Against All Odds, which is uh, which is June the twelfth, uh, and then but they're really already talking about Slammiversary. July seventeenth is going to be. Uh, they're talking about surprises and. You know, and all that coming up. But uh, against all odds, June 12th. All right, so basically, in a nutshell, this show um, uh, basically was about Moose and Sammy picking up steam um, uh, with their eventual battle, it looks like. Morrissey, a.k.a. Big Cass, cuts an interview that felt like it was 30 minutes long. That I was, he almost put me to sleep because I was kind of looking into his eyes and I was like, oh, Is he doing the intense thing? No intense, yeah. yes. But I was just like, he's going to like make me pass out or turn to stone, <laughs> one of the two. But so anyway, so he just said basically he's pissed. He don't have any friends in the business. So, you know, basically just pumped himself up. Um, the other thing, TJP and Josh Alexander next week, they're doing this thing called BTI next week. And you can go to impactwrestling.com, I think it is, or Impact Plus, anyway. And um, um, an hour before um, um, Impact comes on, Josh Alexander and TJP are going to be in a 60-minute Ironman match. So it sounds like the last six, last 15 minutes of that or so is going to be on um, is going to be on the actual show. So that's how they're going to start it off. So anyway, three big points of the show tonight. Uh, third point was um, Violet by Design came out, new tag team champions. Eric Young cuts an awesome promo. I still love listening to Eric Young talk. I love Eric Young. He can talk, man. This dude can talk. You know, and like uh, he, you know, he was like, you know, we won the we won the tag team titles by design. You know, we took out you know, Finn Juice 
by design. Like he just kept doing this by design, by design, eventually leading to that's why we are violent by design. But anyway, so interesting swerve. Um, he's cutting a promo, and then he is interrupted by Kojima. Kojima, New Japan legend. And he comes out and basically looks at Eric Young and, or, excuse me, uh, uh, he comes out, gets in the ring. Joe Doring gets in the front, which they've had matches. Joe Doring and, uh, and Kojima have had plenty of matches. And uh, uh, Kojima basically looks at Joe and says, against all odds. And Joe gives the nod and gets out of, uh, gets out of, uh, gets out of the ring. So they're setting that up. All right, so next up, uh, the continued feud between Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, uh, a.k.a. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know you it. know it. <laughs> so from last week, they showed Cardona throwing, excuse me, Myers throwing Cardona into a wall, and basically they're saying now that Cardona is going to be out for 12 weeks. Oh, so he must have must gotten have hurt or taken a break or something it's along those lines. Right? He got thrown off a stage in a wheelchair. Must have been an actual wall that he got thrown into. Yeah, so but anyway, everything led up to our main event, Good Brothers versus uh, Moose and Callahan, because previously in, in the show, Moose and Callahan were out there uh, chopping it up with each other. Moose! Oh, excuse me. And then, um, so... Uh, Don Callis ends up coming out and he ended up making a match. And so, but anyway, so the match uh, uh, played out to uh, uh, basically beef going on between Moose and Sammy. They kind of kept sabotaging each other um, throughout the match. So um, uh, Moose ended up kneeing Sammy when he goes to uh, go uh, for like a power bomb earlier in the match, and Sammy comes back later, bicycle kicks Moose off the apron, and then uh, and then the Good Brothers grab Sammy, put him in the Magic Killer, one, two, three, it's over, um, and then so Moose jumps back in the ring, grabs Sammy by the head, looks at him and says, I told you, stay out of my business. And that's the way the show goes off. Against All Odds coming up June 12th, not a whole lot happened. Basically, yeah, that was it, so... All right, uh, so we talked about the weigh-in already for AEW. So, Primo, start us off here with SmackDown from last Friday. Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, I'm going to keep this... That's right. (laughs) I'm going to keep it short and sweet. We got uh, my my three key things that happened in SmackDown on Friday. Uh, The first thing, and I have to mention it as the first thing, the... Ooh, fellows, back together. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was. I like it. Okay. I, two things I about do this. love it. I, Me too. I We're best together. Such, I, I marked out. I didn't sit down. I was standing. Uh, and I, I marked out hard for this. And not only that, but before the match, uh, Montez Ford and D'Angelo uh, Dawkins and the, their, their whole thing, uh, they're uh. – they're, they're talking on the mic with the Usos going. Their exchanging was awesome. It was very, very good. It was. Uh, very good. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. I mean, the banter the was profits, good. They, you know, they had some good, they, you know, they got some mic skills. And yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, and then the Usos come out there and, like, best recognize, you know, who we yeah. are. Yeah, right, right. This is our, this is our yeah. gig. It's like, don't even, they're like, don't even play. So, right. <laughs> uh, they, end up having their match their match was against the street profits it was their first match together since 
main uh, since uh, Jimmy got injured, so he's yeah. been out a year. It's just their first tag yeah, team. Match somebody got hurt, or since somebody went or to jail, yeah, or been before that, or something. It was a long match. Uh, I don't. Remember, I think it went across like three segments uh, that yeah, first match. Long. And uh, but it was good, and I actually I watched it uh, the whole thing without looking at my phone, and uh, and so it like which is a it's a it's a plus for WWE these days. Yes, so yes, it is. Especially that's my measuring hands. stick right now for wrestling matches. If I put my phone down, am I reading the book <laughs> while I yeah. watch? So no. Uh, anyway, the Usos won their first match back together, and not only that, later on in the night, uh, they cleared it through Adam Pearce next week. Uh, they will be facing the Mysterios for the Tag Team Championships. Thank God. You know, after only being back a week, which get is cool. To the belts off the Mysterios. Cool. Go ahead and make them the A-time. Get yep. the yeah. Mysterios off my TV. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. Exactly. It's so, so sad. Reboot. We will, we will be talking about the Mysterios, though. Uh, so next up, Thank we had you, yeah. Kevin Owens. Fight Mark. Owens fight defeating Apollo, but this was because Aziz hit him with a Nigerian. So he hits him with this Nigerian. Now Ko is laying down right. Uh, yeah. Aziz comes through through the ropes <laughs> right. and just like right in the neck, like as he's laying down. And Kevin <laughs> Owens sold this for the rest of the show. He did. He's like rolling around, flailing. He didn't cut a Twitter video of, of him still selling it. Like it yeah, was, like yeah, come on. over the top. <laughs> Flopping <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. Like he really like uh, sold this to the max. Yeah. And, uh, they go back to the, they go backstage to the training room and he's still selling it. And uh, <laughs> and basically, I'm y'all aware this too because I was laughing watching this. Man. He's like even when he first started selling it during the match, I was just like, why he's, he's like, the best? Yeah. Unbe- unbelievable. Um, or we're talking about it, aren't we? So, I, mean, I, know, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I, I did too. Exactly. It, it caught everybody's radar for sure. Anyway, <laughs> uh, back in the trainer's room, it was decided he will face off against Apollo again for that Intercontinental Championship. Intercontinental. Uh, and Brother. Commander Aziz is banned from ringside. Wah, wah. Yeah, that was inevitable. Yeah, I'm it's... very bored with Apollo Crews as the IC champ. I think yeah. he's doing a very yeah. bad job with that yeah. belt. It's just not yeah. that he's exciting. Trying, he's trying to be IC champ, and he's trying to get this new heel gimmick over. Uh, just... You know, and it's a, it's a lot. So, uh, so I'm, I'm going to sidestep and see what happens. I love this Commander Z theme because I love that daggum thumb. They could go and they can Umaga everybody they want. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So just, I, I, just without a title on the line. Yeah, go, go, the go on like a kill streak, right? But just yeah. don't have it worth anything to me. Right. It, it, yeah. it falls in line with like Psycho to me. Like, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's funny, but yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So amazing. Uh, matches are gonna be like thumb. <laughs> at the end to end the show off, we had the Mysterios. Um, Mysterios in the main event versus the Dirty Dogs. The Dirty Dogs. The Dirty and Bird Dogs. 
Dolph Ziggler. Nice. Dolph and Ziggler. basically, before the match starts, you have unknown who we don't know uh, took mm-hmm. out Rey Mysterio backstage, and you know Dominic comes. I got you, pops. I'll go out there and I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. For, you know, do it for you, Dad. So he goes out there <laughs> and he um, takes on two of the best wrestlers in the industry today. Right, Dominic Mysterio. Two of the himself. most athletic wrestlers, especially Dolph Ziggler, like by himself. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, or excuse me, uh, Dominic Mysterio does this by himself. Uh, <laughs> at the, but he wins because at the end, Ray hobbles out there. You hear a Bianca Bianca, and there comes Ray Mysterio. You know he's hobbling, and then um, this. Schoolboy, 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 the devastating schoolboy. Dominic is able to win because they're distracted, uh, and but that leads to the dirty dogs immediately being forgot about because the Usos hit their music, come out, stare down with the Mysterios, count your days, Mysterios. I can't wait till the Usos take those belts off of you, and I don't know. Do something with Dominic. I want to see like a Rockers style breakup and feud with the Mysterios. I just want to Ray's see. Ray's going to kick him through a glass yeah. window? <laughs> like they're going to bring back the barbershop and Ray is going to kick. Sean, Sean no. can be the host. No. Yes. No. I, I got the book on this one, boys. I got the book. <laughs> Ray's going to come back with the papers from the old Eddie gimmick from oh, no. the days that he really wasn't in son. <laughs> He's gonna be like, ah! second thought. I just, want, I just wanted to win the ladder match. Oh yeah, I just want to win the match. Uh, but by the way, uh, yeah, I'm not your dad. He, he, really, was, he really was your poppy. Like, <laughs> he really was your poppy. <laughs> uh, like, oh, I can't. I'm a storyline. Like, I can't. I'm a storyline. Not your dad. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, no. It's, it's oh man, Dominic, without Amazing. a father, no one wants him. He's about. He's like you're as much as my kid as Jason Jordan is Kurt Angle's kid. Um, so that is Friday Night SmackDown wrapped up in a nutshell. Uh, it was. It was. It had its moments. Uh, yeah, it the the Usos was the big story of the entire night, basically. Yep. 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 All right, AJ. So we're gonna talk right here, real quick. They had a really quick little hype show. Uh, what was about thirty minutes before Double or Nothing started. But I want to say too, real quick. Uh, we know when we cover pay per views, same as we always have. We're, we're gonna cover these things from top to bottom. The pay per views are the big moves in wrestling, and we don't want to miss any of those. So the so the coverage of the pay per views will always stay the same. And, you know, without a doubt, do not worry. When SummerSlam comes around, I'm taking that trophy back from Primo. So don't worry about that at all, folks. See, you I guys at home will never have to hear him say that ever again. See, I, I have the quiet confidence. I don't, I don't need to talk about it because I just know. Like, like, yeah, sure. Sure, Dirty. Going back to your house. Or staying with Primo. One of the <laughs> All right, so just wanted to get that over. Uh, I, well, to think, guys I've, I've glued it to this table now, so <laughs> you just picked it up. You need new glue. Yeah, Rob, your glue is not working. All right, so what happened on that quick little pre-show? Anything? Uh, the weigh-in, remember? Now that was Friday. They had a quick little. Oh, the uh, pre-show. Oh, yeah. Pre-show I'm Saturday. Uh, their version so, of the kickoff. Yeah. One, yeah. one thing. Yeah, I was uh, saying what we talk about was the um, match of the night. 
you're gonna like I think that we all will be saying that was match of the night. That was match of the night. So so far, this is match of the night. Um, first of all, fans. There were fans. There were five thousand fans. It sounded, yeah. like, sounded yeah. like fifty thousand fans. And man, oh, it was so good. Oh, it was great, man. Yeah, it was awesome. I love watching the wrestlers come out to fans too. They were jacked, man. Yep. And I like I could you feel it. Man. Every single one was jazzed up. Every time you come out, if they come through the tunnel, they're just like they take a second. Yep. Yep. My favorite was probably Hangman's. Hangman yeah. took it in, man. I loved it. It was he great. Did. Hangman and uh, Eddie Kingston both took yep, it yep. all in. Yep. So on the on the pre-show, the the only we're thing back, baby. Is uh, so the uh, women's NWA champ Serena Deeb took on mm-hmm. uh, Riho, and it was a fantastic match. Obviously, uh, Serena Deeb retained because she was going to. Um, quick little match, popped the crowd, you know, got everyone going, and. It was great, and then uh, basically off to the races after that. Yeah, man, off to races, awesome pay-per-view. We're going to go over it from top to bottom. AJ's going to uh, bring every match to us. So, all right, so AEW Double or Nothing uh, was uh, this past uh, – it was Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. yep, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, uh, Double or Nothing number two. They had double or nothing in Chicago last year to kind of kick it off the whole AEW thing. So a year later, we're back and uh, fans are back. Um, Moxley uh, DDT Omega on the chips. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know it was. Yep. All right. So AJ, double or nothing, man. Let's run this card down. So kickoff: Brian Cage versus Hangman Adam Page. The Machine uh, Cage. So this this was the match of the night. <laughs> up to this point, liar. So up to that point, <laughs> I after up to this point. So they both tried each other's finishers. Like that was one of my favorite things that happened all night. <laughs> I don't know why. I just loved it. Uh, but yeah, they tried each other's finishers, and um, obviously, eventually, Hangman got he got the win with the buckshot lariat. Yeah. But interestingly enough, after the match, uh, Team Taz. <laughs> I can't be bothered with uh, no. Brian Cage, and it looks like Brian Cage might be done with Team How, how do you feel about Tess? <laughs> yeah, we don't really know. I didn't uh, come up with something that he looked like this this week. A potato? Why bear watch it. He might listen to us eventually. But what, but what kind of potato is, it, is the important part? A russet? Name another kind of potato besides. I was going to say baked. Go- golden? <laughs> stuffed? Twice, twice baked. Twice stuffed. I'm not cutting on Taz. I love Taz. No, I like Taz. I really do. I like Taz as an ECW. Suplex machine. I've listened Suplex to it. Machine. I know his show also. He's hilarious. Yep. He's, he's, I just. I, I just like. First time, long time. <laughs> Poor Taz. He used to be so good, and now he's a potato. So, what kind of potato, AJ? He yeah, spit it out for God's sakes. A sour cream and chive twice oh. baked potato. So that he is twice sense. baked. That makes well, sense. Yeah, too. have you seen him? He's, he's, I can't believe we're so close the, to guessing that. Where's the sour cream? Does <laughs> he have any cheese? Do you have cheese on? Uh. Anyway, 
If, am on. I imagining something? Any? If, do, I don't remember. Am I remembering this correctly? Did Brent, was he wearing armor when he came out? Oh yeah, it was like a, a an aluminum foil, amazing like armor yeah. kind of deal. Like yeah. he bought it from the Halloween spirit store. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he went to like the, one of those places that's only open for like a month. Yeah. I was yeah. like, give me your. Yeah. It was like metal across the chest and the shoulder and then yeah. the mask, right? The one that's in like an old Target building or something. Yes. Like, or, uh, like an or old Kmart. Like a Kmart, yeah. yeah. A part of the mall. <laughs> where he does his shopping. Yeah, at the that's Halloween. Team Taz kicked him out. They're like, you're Tim no oil outfits are us. <laughs> the team Taz is like, you're not a Russian nesting doll or a potato. Get out of here. Although he looked like he was wrapped in tinfoil. So he could have been a pre-baked potato before... It's finished. Yeah. I don't know. All right, we're off the rails here. First, uh, we're still on the first match, right? <laughs> yes, we are. Let's go. <laughs> okay, up next is uh, one of the matches of the night. Josh oh, and Eddie King. Big potato talk. Versus, wow, dang. Versus, I love it. I love yeah, it. it's wild thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, against, you think they got copyrights for that, I guess? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love it. That's and cool. So I, I, so <laughs> Eddie Kingston in this match, he's pro- he's the worst worker in the match, and yet he was the star <laughs> of this match because the crowd loved him so much. Yeah, so yeah. so much. Yeah, he's one of those guys I think is going to benefit from the from the quarantine because he uh, kind of blew up, yep. you know. And now people are going to come to the shows and cheer for him. Yep. Yep. Um. So. <laughs> There was this fantastic sequence where Moxley just gets kicked in the face over and over again and just no sells. Like, it was, it was great. He just, like, he's asking for more super kicks to the face, <laughs> which is it's just amazing. Sir, please, can I have another? Yes, that's how it was, like, Oliver yeah. Twist of getting kicked in the face. Yeah. And only Moxley could, I feel like, right now, could get away with it. Well, maybe Sting, too, but we'll get, we'll get to that later. Um... So yeah, Bucks Bucks retain, hit the BTE. Um, mm-hmm. To the surprise of no one, but nope, not. wow, was it a fantastic match! Yep. Super kick party. How does one get invited to a super kick party? We we talked about we, we it. did we did talk about this. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we did. Uh, I don't know if we have to revisit that one. Yeah, uh, that's how we ended up with Beetlejuice. That's yes, how these talks happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Episode eleven, everybody. Go you go back there. Go go yeah. check it out. Never now, Spotify, Google Podcast. Now that we piqued your curiosity. Right. Yes. Next week we're gonna be like, you wanna know what we think about baked potatoes and other forms of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. That's Episode 12. Episode 12. <laughs> <laughs> on Spotify right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. So up next we have the Casino Battle Royale, which they streamlined and it was they did a much better job of it yeah. this time than they did. Uh, the last time out, same. Definitely. And it's your your pretty standard um, battle royale fair, but there were two huge, well, one huge surprise. One, hey, that's kind of a neat surprise. One, Leo Rush comes out as the Joker, which mm-hmm. everyone was like, ah, who's it gonna be? Yep. Man of the hour. That was uh, that was my impression of everyone this time. That's what they were doing. When talking about the Joker. And then the big surprise of the night, everyone thought Christian Cage. Christian Cage was going to win it and go on to a face Omega. Nope. Who won? Uh, Dirty Christian Ball. Cage. Christian Cage. Christian Cage. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy wins the Casino Battle Royale. 
going on to face Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. Jungle Boy versus Kenny Omega. Don't know how I feel about that right now. Wrestler Spotlight, not long ago. What did I say? Episode, um, episode four. Back, yep. Yeah, but I said he just looks like the part, man. He could, uh, you know, like I said, a s- small, slow burn all the way uh, to the title. You know, this, you know, he could have a shot at it. You know, this is what I think is going to happen. He's going to take Omega to his limits, probably. They're gonna, this is going to be a big showcase They're for gonna him. They're going to shine him up real good. Yeah. They're going to shine him up real good. But We're going to say he was that close to being world champion. Oh, he's going to have another shot again one day, and then they're just going to start to climb again. So yeah, I think, like take it all the way back down? Oh, uh, man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. about that match, the Casino Battle Royale, uh, the one thing that really sticks out to me is every time it, uh, JR is like, what suit are we going to have next? This <laughs> He just kept talking about this. The next suit. Like, and then Shivani's like, it's the clubs. The clubs are next. Yeah. Like, sh- stop it, JR. Stop. Skivone. Tony Skivone. Tony Skivone. Love Tony Skivone. Me too. So, uh, up next, I'm going to give out about Cody Rhodes. I know how much we were praising Cody Rhodes before. Now I'm not going to praise him. Cody yeah, me neither. Me neither. Anthony no. Ogogo. Yeah, I don't like his finish. It's just me, I though. I didn't like this match. Why is yeah, yeah. Rhodes going over your new guy who's just been battering everyone yes. to the point where he's causing them internal bleeding, and then Cody Rhodes like, oh, I'm going to win, and not even with my finisher. I'm just going to win. I felt like this needed to be a DQ. This needed to be a Schmaz finish. Neither something. guy needed to lose yet. No. We weren't, we weren't there. We're still in the storyline. Let's build this up for a while. And plus, I didn't, I, Cody didn't need to go over yet. No, and Cody and Cody took, what, like three biscuit case punches? Like, why? Three biscuits to the basket. Yes, three biscuit baskets. <laughs> he took, and look, that, there's some, they, they made that move to be, like, devastating. And then Cody Rhodes all of a sudden is like, oh, give me more biscuit baskets. That's going to be my new emote. I'm making a biscuit next time because we, we were talking about bread baskets and biscuits and then AJ straight out of your mama's kitchen. So <laughs> we, we got to get a biscuit. It's all food related today for some reason. <laughs> but, uh, potatoes you, and you, biscuit you, did, you didn't eat dinner. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm very hungry. Uh, <laughs> I, I, did you like his revolutionary outfit? No. So the the super uh, patriotic garb, never, stars and stripes on his boots, and n- never really the, did it for me. The big overcoat with the yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah you, you you like America. Everyone likes America. America. Yeah, that's his gimmick. That's his theme. Yeah. It was Memorial Day weekend. You know, the American Dream. Cody Rhodes. I'm not gonna lie, I did like it. So. I, I actually really liked the outfit. Uh, it's very wrestling to me. It was yeah. very wrestling. It was very uh, like a, a character. It was like America Man, you know? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, like well, Captain was, Hollywood or something. He looked like – I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Boys on Absolutely, Amazon. yes. He, look, he looked like – um, what's his name? The main bad guy. Oh, yeah. Captain America Pants or whatever Oh, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about, and right now it's slipping my mind, but yeah, you're right. I'm looking up Captain America pants while while we go. Captain America pants makes makes me think of that guy from um from Napoleon Dynamite that had the 
had the pants on. Uncle Rico? No, not Uncle Rico. He was oh, the... Uh, uh, Cedric Bader, that karate... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, from... Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that was... Unless you guys have something else you want to talk no, about. Did. Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. and Anthony Gogo did not like this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was yeah. not matchable. Yeah. There'll probably be some kind of... They're going to beat down yeah. Cody now for a month, probably. Yeah. Like I said, I, I was talking to Dirty about this. Uh, I didn't actually put my phone down in this pay-per-view until probably the next match. Really? Uh, whichever one. Uh, well, well, you, whenever you get to it, I'll let you know. So up next, um, we have Miro versus Lane or Lance no. Archer. Never mind. I think I think I know which match you did put your phone down on. But we'll get there. So Miro versus Lance Archer, match of the night, obviously. So. Jake the Snake has a bag that is supposed That's to That's the have best part of the match. Self- I, I laughed so hard. So it's, you know, obviously supposed to be, not Damien, but we're going to go with Damien. Snake's name is Damien. Yeah. And, Damien 100. Yes. And Miro, like he's supposed to be all scared of it and stuff, he picks up the bag and just hucks it. Absolutely. Just hucks it. Chunks up the it. Right. And it was, it was fantastic. <laughs> Drops hard. Like, you know, after after the pay per view, he actually tweeted. He's like, "Peta, come get me! I don't even care." <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> like he was playing up like it was an actual snake yeah. in the back. Right. Yeah, when really yeah. it was just like a tube of hamburger. Or right. Yeah, it's probably a, a, a pole noodle or something yeah. in there. <laughs> Those are quite realistic fake snakes. <laughs> yes, they are. I hate them. Uh, so yeah, that was that was. Yeah, uh, fantastic spot. So Miro uh, won, right? Oh yeah, Miro made Lance Archer pass out. He didn't even tap out. He passed yeah. out. It, it was just, out. it was Miro being awesome throughout this entire. I year. will say, like, I think I t- texted you guys this that it's like I know it wasn't because the the belt was made before he was even in the uh, company, mm. but that belt around his waist just looks like it was made for him. Yes, I agree. Like after you after you sent that, I was like, yes, I, yeah. I concur with that assessment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree too. And then uh, I want to say too, another thing is uh, follow Mutterhawk on uh, on Twitter. He tweeted out, oh, what was it? Remake, remodel, basically like you know, rebuild, come back, you know, reclaim. He's going to come back stronger than ever, kind of deal. So. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there with that. So, but that was good. I like that. You know, Lance did. He can come back and say, "I didn't lose. I passed out." Yeah, I passed I didn't out. Tap out. Come you know. back without Jake. Yeah. Yep. Yes, no yep. Jake. Yeah, but I love Jake. I do too. But I'm good on that. Um. So up next is uh for the AEW Women's uh, Championship, and it's Sheeta versus Doctor Britt Baker. D M D. Yes. And this is the fun put down match. Yeah, it was like this yeah. is not match. This was not match of the night. And like, I was so I was really looking forward to this match. Like, you guys have sold me on um, Britt Baker. You know, obviously, you know, go back to episode nine. I wasn't sold on Britt Baker. Available on Spotify, episode nine. And but I came around to it. Like, I'm I'm on board with Britt Baker. But this just. It shouldn't have. It, it should have been more, and it just wasn't. Like Britt Baker beats Sheeta for the championship, and I was just like, eh. 
But I, mean, I would say it had me hooked in. Like I said, it was, it was the one that made me put down my phone. So it was my, it, like for me, from this moment on in the show, mm-hmm. the rest of the pay-per-view, I was, I was locked in. Yep. So me this too. is the one match in the middle of the pay-per-view that pulled me in. Took and, it up notch. Yeah. So, See. and I agree with you though about, I, it was a great match to me, but at the same time, I do agree that uh, she just, she was champion for over a year, and that was over a year with no fans. And no her fans. first night, she gets to be in front of fans. She loses. She it. loses. Yeah. And not only that, I, but the day after they give her the uh, the big championship, it goes right to Britt. It goes yep, right, yep. right to Britt. It goes right to Britt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I did hear that they were going to let Sheeta keep that one. Oh, the, that. The, the old one. Uh-huh. Oh, that's not a nice little yep. souvenir for her. Yeah, because she uh, carried it basically through the whole quarantine and, you know, yeah, that kind did. of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I thought about that, yeah. too. And, they, you know, they made you – know, I love wrestling. <laughs> it's like it can be so crude. But, you know, she was out there, you know, like, you know, you know this is – but I'm in front of you now. I wasn't able to be in front of you when I won. And, uh-huh. you know, and then, yeah. So much then, you, then you lose. Yeah. yeah. I just felt she deserved – like, she – Sheeta deserved more than I mean I'm not saying it's a bad thing that Britt Baker won, but let Britt Baker win at the next pay per view. Like Yeah, I mean we all knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, but, like, but still it's yeah, slow like, burn it. Fans are back, slow burn it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like let Sheeta have her moment in front of the fans mm. and not just immediately give it to And you know, and another thing is too, Britt's supposed to be a heel. She yeah. is she's getting cheered. She, yeah, she exactly. Cheered. Yeah, Tony Schiavone yeah. gave her a hug after. He gave her a big it. hug after the yeah. match. He stood up like uh, Excalibur's like Schiavone. Where are you going? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go, go hug <laughs> Dr. Baker. With my earrings. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Uh, okay, so up next, match of the night. For real or no? No. Oh, okay. Um, but I will say, it, up till this point, it was. Match of the night for me. Sting and Darby Allen, <laughs> Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, and for cuss words, this was not what I expected. I expected Sting to one be in a t-shirt with his old man flab all you know tucked away and safe, mm-hmm. and Darby Allen to do basically everything. Sting comes Good in work. maybe for a Scorpio death drop. Nope. Yep. That was that was not it. Sting looked like Sting from 25 years ago. <laughs> like Sting looked like the Sting that Scorpio Sky was like, you're not the same man anymore. Mm-hmm. Shivani yelling, Sting he, he was He was much more than the fans were. Yeah. It's Sting! It was, exactly. un, it was unbelievable. Like he looked great. He looked fit. Like he looked in shape. He didn't look 62. Yeah. He was doing Stinger splashes and... Mm-hmm. Just jumping all over the place. He looked fantastic. Yeah. This is first match in over five years. And if yeah. there was any kind of old man ring rust, it, you, you couldn't see it. Like, I was so scared for this match. And it was just great. And, it was great. and Darby really, really uh, sold the getting the tar beat out of him, basically. Yes, yes he yeah. did. Definitely. And Definitely. Sting, who has the best no-sell in the business. Pull the no cell on Scorpio Sky. Like I, I love that spot so much. <laughs> and um, Sting, Sting got the win. He got the pin. Yeah. Hit the Scorpio. Yeah, Sky. how about it? Yeah, fantastic. Loved it. Loved everything. Yay! Sting won on a pay per view. Woo! For the first time in, <laughs> in since the Every TNA time, days. So I've heard him <laughs> say this twice, and they they go, 
it's Sting's first match in uh, uh, six years. Really? They say six it just years? like that. And I'm just like know, six, yeah. six years. Yeah. Like, Wait, that was oh. six years ago. Oh, wow, he looks great. When when Seth Rollins when he did that thing up? with yeah that other company that six years really. <laughs> so up next, this the the actual match of the night, maybe match of actually not maybe match of the year up to this point, best triple threat match I have ever seen, Kenny Omega versus Pack versus Orange Cassidy. Unbelievable. I was expecting good things from this match, and it more than delivered. I was such a fan. I was standing up the entire time. Um, <laughs> so it was... It was good. It was unbelievable. Like, yeah, I don't, it was. So at one point, this this is my this was my favorite spot of the night, where uh, Pac had the uh, Brutalizer locked in on Orange Cassidy, and Omega just starts beating Pac to try and get him to break it, and... It, Pack was like, no, I'm I'm keeping this in. So Omega hits the ref instead. I was like, that is perfect heel heat right there. I can't break up the the spot, so I'm just gonna beat the crap out of the ref right? in order to keep the keep myself from losing the belt. I loved it so much. And then then he uses all of his belts as weapons. Omega uses every belt that he has. Right. He has a lot of them. And at one point, I honestly thought that Orange Cassidy was going to win. And that's when I was, like, up on, like, because I was watching it on my computer. But I was, like, up, like, like, sitting, yeah. like this close, like, to the screen. And I thought oh, yeah. Orange Cassidy was going to win. It's like, orange punch on everybody or whatever. Yes. I watched it after the fact. And I was, like, man, if I'd watched this live, I would have thought the same thing, man. I was, like, ah! Like, uh, you know, like, I mean, yeah. It had you believing for a minute. Yeah. How about the spot where they're doing the uh, the bridge and they're getting ready to raise up in the bridge and uh-huh. Pac, and Pac jumps off on the, on top of them? Jeez, Orange got squeezed. He got squished in there. <laughs> he got squeezed. Freshly squeezed. Freshly squeezed. Freshly squeezed. Um, I mean, it, it turned out like, and they went for a long time too. This should have been the main event, by the way. Um. It ended it up was Omega. co-main event. Co-main event, which yeah. Means no main event. Um, but Omega ends up hitting the uh, one-winged angel on uh, Orange Cassidy for the. I I love that move. It's, it's such a long setup, though. Like there's like yeah. eight different steps to like getting yeah. in position. Yeah, we gotta get him up and get him up, and then he spins yeah. him around, yeah, and then he's gotta him. grab him. All the while they're up there going. Yeah, in, in their fatality and flopping like a fish, like yeah. You know. And then right before he goes to grab, they all of a sudden like mm-hmm. come down. Like it is a cool finisher, though. But it, yeah. it really is. It looks yeah. cool. And yeah. a cool name. One, one I like. Angel. I like the V trigger into the one winged angel. That's that's the sequence I like. Yeah, one winged angel. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, match was fantastic, though. I highly recommend. Like I recommend the pay per view overall, but if anyone wants to pick one match from this show, go watch this match. It was unbelievable. Yep, I agree. So up next is the uh, main event. The Stadium's, actual Stadium Stampede. Stadium Stampede number two. This is number two. And so I, what do you like better, the first one or the second one? I honestly liked the. I think this I one? liked the 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 first one was funnier. Because it was, was, yeah, it was new. They were ad-libbing with yeah. the situation. 
of I mean, quarantine there, and everything. There was I like funny... this one because of the stakes. Yep, me too. Right, yeah, yeah. It, it, it a lot of one. Going for it. And there were still, like, some funny spots in it, like when they were drinking at the bar. Before <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that yeah, was good. yeah. And Conan, yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah. Conan, DJ, yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah, I love the paint on the yeah. on the Santana and Ortiz shot. I saw, you know, like, they... I saw a code in. I was like, "Oh, fifty one fifty. Yeah, yeah. because Conan and I was like, oh, "Wait, I wonder if Tony Blanche is going to do something, Conan." And sure enough, yep. How about the old school Horseman style T shirts they were wearing? Yeah, with the sides cut off. Sides cut off. Just a little yeah. bit of side man booboo. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> totally looks like he's about to be in a match with Terry Funk. Yeah. <laughs> with like circus pants on and oh, retirement. How about them repelling from and a, and a, the... And a, and a cow iron. Yeah, the yeah, repelling they... from the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah that was that was neat. Cool. Besides was neat. the fact that it was kind of slow, it was it was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, did, I did have one problem with this match, and this is why I don't think it should have been the main event, is it was what, like... 45 minutes long, something like half an hour long, something like that. Only the last like 10 minutes were live. Everything else was pre-taped. The only part that was live was when Sammy Guevara and um, Sean Spears came into the, in ring. the ring. Everything else was pre-taped. That's why I don't think it should have been the main event. So the part where MJF and Jericho were in the crowd? No, that right, was that. right before that. Yeah, that was. I mean, obviously. Okay, that was so all of that part was live. Okay. Yeah. So every okay. But all the all the rest of the stuff was was pre taped. Um. Yep. And so the the end of the match. I mean, we can talk about the spots like all night actually because I mean, yeah, 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 all kind of stuff. Going um. On. But the end of the match. Um. Sammy Guevara gets gets the win back for the inner circle. Yeah, gets some redemption for Sammy. For, mm-hmm. Because he's the one who gave up at uh, Blood and Guts, and he pins yeah. Sean Spears. One, two, three, inner circle does not have to break up. Love yeah. storytelling. Great storytelling. How about that, How about that uh, Sean Spears handcuffs him? <laughs> he leaves, and then Sammy's like, looks down, there's freaking uh, the bolt cutters right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, the bolt cutters are right there. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's good uh, stuff. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow and Tiger uh, just. Just beating the snot out of each other. Just, just throwing absolute <laughs> potatoes. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, there's another potato reference. Yeah, they were throwing stiff shots, man. Yeah, but that was a good pay per view, man. I liked it. I thought it was interesting. And yeah. forwarded storylines. We're not done with the pinnacle, and uh, you know, it's just, this is just a, uh, a chapter. So, so I gotta say, I, it's, it's probably one of the best pay per views I've seen in a while. Yep, me too. Like, I, I, it's certainly my favorite pay per view seen in a while mm-hmm. but yeah o- overall i think it was one of the best easily this year oh yeah by far probably Definitely. the last the past year i mean it was it did have a distinct lack of nia jacks and zombies but it made up for that with good in-ring action you know what else has a distinct well, lack well of nia jacks? my notes i left <laughs> her out yeah. well well said um so overall that's that's it oh the show ends well, show ends when, you know, inner circles, you know, flipping the bird. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then... Yep. Um, like their signature sign-off now. So uh, they made another uh, little I need that shirt. Yep. Mark Henry will be joining the uh, the announcement team for their new show, Rampage, which starts... Friday. Start? That starts this Friday? 
It's going to be a YouTube show, right? I'm not sure which Friday. I I think it's the same as Dark. I think it's going to be a YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exclusive, which is fine with me. I mean, I like watching Dark on YouTube. Yeah. So, big two stinky thumbs up for AEW, Double or Nothing. Absolutely. All right, I agree here. Moving on. All right, uh, Primo, Memorial Day Raw this past Monday and NXT on Tuesday. What happened on those two shows here? And then we will get to uh, the rest of the show here. Uh, top five wrestling cities and all yeah. that. Um, so, Let's bye. go. Monday Night Raw, Memorial Day, Monday Night Raw. Here we go. So we're going to talk about these. So I got I have another three things here. Let's talk about, I actually put this on my nose because it's, a, you know, last week I was dogging it. Mm. Reggie and Shayna. <laughs> but they made it to the one of the three key moments of the show. How? I mean, I guess that like. So. So here's the deal. Spare pick. Reg, Reggie and Shayna, obviously last week they closed out Monday Night Raw. This this week, it was so bad he had to leave. <laughs> I want to leave because it was so. But anyway, so this week, um, Reggie and Shayna actually had their match that uh, Shayna challenged him to. You know, uh, Shayna's. Working his legs the whole time, trying to keep him grounded, doing all the submission stuff. But there's another pyro distraction Uh... straight from the corner, right? (laughs) Okay. So, Reggie ends up defeating uh, Shayna Baszler due to this distraction. And later on in the night, he's invited to Alexis Playground to talk about (laughs) his victory. And so they're talking and... uh, meantime he's kind of creeped out by lily the doll but before he can say anything shana interrupts and starts uh wailing on reggie puts him out and after she does that she tells Alexa that they need to have a chat before this gets out of hand and she's gonna see her next week Mm -hmm. but my question about all this yes yes is alexa behind reggie's pyro incidents Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's, all, that's the only guess. Her, with her dull powers. That's what I, I'm going to refer to them as. Because I don't <laughs> yeah. know what else. She has dull powers now. Lily so. doesn't like you. Exactly. Um, and I like how Shayna gets down face to face with the doll. She t- was talking to the doll. She was addressing the doll. She told she told Reggie, she said, don't worry, we'll fight. And then I'm like <laughs> thinking like literally at the end of every Alexis playground is the doll doing the little bite thing. The little yeah, 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 yeah. Little chomping. Yeah. So um, next point. So I just wanted to talk about that and uh, I talk about how they're, gonna, they're leading in with Alexa being behind it all. Uh-huh. And um, I left out the other partner there for you. Yes, so anyway, you. moving on to the hottest thing going on in Monday Night Raw right now. RK bro, you know I had to talk about it. Oh, it's my yeah. favorite thing I'm, on I'm Raw. Glad. This was the best thing on Raw, buddy. It, it, it is. Have, it's my it favorite is. thing. It I is. This is the only thing on Raw that I did not skip to the end. <laughs> this I skipped is to the end what I else. look forward to every Monday yep. now. I watched all of Matt's, it. Matt's facial expressions are <laughs> crushing me, dude. Amazing. He's like, amazing. I love it when he gets all excited about Randy saying something. He's like... <laughs> like, 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 so, so let's start off here. Uh, we all we all wondered how Randy was gonna feel about uh, Matt using the RKO last week, mm-hmm. and he's like, he starts off, he's like, Randy, I'm I'm so sorry, bro. I got it so excited. It was the heat in the moment. And he's like, 
Look, man, uh, I, I actually was watching. I'm impressed. I am, am, am impressed by that, and I approve of you using the match, the uh, move in the match last week. In fact, I want to invite you to come down to the ring. Watch me take some notes, kid. Uh, watch me to ringside. Wow. Which he gets all hyped up, you know, Matt Riddle does, and uh, he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, makes it in his mouth, and then he like he holds his he like a dad. He holds his hand out, makes him put the key in his hand, the fake key, and then he looks at the key. He shows it to him, puts it in his face, and throws it behind him. And the best thing was when Randy goes off camera. Matt's behind him, like looking for the key. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's amazing. So then, uh, so then I love that. They're pure comedy gold. Those two. Yeah, so yeah. good. So good. Uh, so then they come out to the ring, and you know you got Randy, and you got Matt Riddle. Just everything Randy does, up to the pose. Um, it, Matt's just in awe the whole time. He's like, you know, can you believe it's like his big brother? You know, he's <laughs> he's like singing his entrance theme to him. Um, by the way. Little side note. Actually, I'll, I'll get to that at the end. But um, he has the match. A great match. Xavier Woods. We like watching Xavier Woods. Yep. Uh, they had a good match. It's Randy Orton. It's Xavier Woods. At the end of the match, when you just when you think it's about time for Randy to go for that RKO, he gets him in the bro Derek position, turns, gives Matt a little wink <laughs> and a smirk, and then hits him with the bro Derek. One, Love two, three. It. And of course, Matt Riddle marks out hard for that. Uh, and, uh, I did too, to be honest. And uh, they, you know, Matt Riddle gets down, he goes to pose, and then Mount, uh, Randy <laughs> gets behind him, and he starts to, and he goes, not, not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, uh, like he almost, like, we're... yeah. So we're almost there with a bro KO. Yep, getting um, there. And uh, Randy Orton's really bro playing KO. it slow, which is cool. I like it. It's funny. It's, yeah. I love it. Uh, the only yeah. note I wanted to point out here was Randy Orton kind of looks like a three musketeer with the mustache and goatee. Yes, he does. Uh, yes. He's out there looking yes. like D'Artagnan. Yes, he's got like the rogue kind of yeah. like, with the little <laughs> like he's going exactly out with the mustache goatee. Yeah. yeah. Like so, he looks uh, like a swashbuckler. Right. Like, what's he doing? <laughs> Either full beard or no beard, Randy. Yeah, I know. Don't, yeah. don't do the, the gentleman's. Go in or all in or all out. It's like yeah. when he did 2009 skinhead Randy. Don't ever do that again. Yeah, no. Um, so uh, that was the the Brokeo storyline of the night. Basically, we're ending it with knowing that, you know, warm and fuzzies that Brokeo is alive and <laughs> Randy Orton is meshing with it. So maybe yeah, next week. Thing in wrestling right now. Yeah. Yep. Maybe next week we'll get the pose together. Eventually, <laughs> oh, they are going to go for awesome. them tag championships. You know yep. they are. Um, oh yeah, yeah, they're getting the belts. Not main event. Um, we had Drew McIntyre versus Kofi Kingston to in a number one contender match to see who moves on to face the Almighty Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, what see. happened once again? So we're gonna have to see Lashley and Drew once again. Again, exactly, exactly. Again, and like I've said many times, as we all agree, we like Drew. Yep, Drew. Yeah. Just uh, you know, give me, give me a else. give me a little scenery, change of scenery. Yeah, you know, put the belt back to... on him or move on somebody. I wouldn't have minded even if card. you know I love Kofi 
uh, Xavier Woods, by the way, shout out, sweet outfits on Monday Night Raw. They got uh, some new ones, don't they? Yeah, I was yeah. a freaking Power Ranger fanatic when I was a kid. <laughs> White Ranger and Green Ranger is what they had going, for those who are curious. Um, I knew it was Power Ranger, but... Yeah, no, I was hyped. Anyway, um, yeah, Drew McIntyre wins, and it's clean, and... At this point, I don't... I'm sorry, I'd say at this point, I don't want Drew to beat Bobby because then we'll have to watch him fight again for yep. another two months. So. Yeah, for another yeah. three So this like, time, yeah. let's do this. Let's say this time, when Bobby Lashley wins at Hell in a Cell and finally just solidifies that mm. he's the one, who on the Raw roster is next? Finn Balor. You think he's coming back up? I'm calling it. I mean, they don't want him to go on NXT. Like, the writers of NXT are like, please don't take Finn from us. But they want him so badly on Raw right now. I can only imagine. They need him. Push. They do. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Either that or know. send Seth back to Raw. I mean, come yep. on. Because who else, who else is it going to be besides Drew McIntyre? Like, I mean, oh, I didn't even write that in here. But, don't, you know, let us not forget that Umberto Carrillo broke Sheamus's nose. Just smashed his nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sheamus doesn't have a nose anymore. He was dripping blood all over the arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. That's, you know, it pours like a fountain. His so, nose is just flat and crooked, and it's just like, no, that's broken, bro. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that you can't yeah, that's broken. I you bet he that's... ran. I bet once they got back, he ran like crazy for yeah. Sheamus. <laughs> so he's, probably like, he's probably like, good shot, brother. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't watch this show live. I watched it after the fact. Did they oh. go to black and white in the no. show? Okay, because no. they did they did in the the um and the... Seamus is so pale it was very red. So <laughs> Yeah, see I didn't I didn't see that. I like it went to black and white and I'm like, oh so Did it on Hulu? Yeah. <laughs> uh no, it did it on um uh YouTube, which is where I watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it, it, it was it was life. weird. It it's like WWE turned it black and white, so the kiddies would yeah. know that people bleed when they do that they get on the network too. Yes, which I don't understand. So that's Raw in a nutshell. Let's move on to NXT, which is which was last night. Mm-hmm. Um, we had three uh, cool matches here. Uh, the the least exciting one was Kushida had an open challenge match for the Cruiserweight Championship. We had the debut of Carmelo Hayes, which is just, he was actually repackaged into Carmelo Hayes. Answers the challenge. Mm-hmm. Kushida retains after a long match. It was a good match, but it was a long match. Um, yep. we knew, I knew he wasn't going to lose it. Yeah. To, uh, he lost, he won by submission. After an impressive, but it was an impressive showing by Carmelo Hayes. It was. Like, I, won't, I won't let that go. Uh, I want to also quickly want to note that at NXT uh, Takeover in your house, it will be Camograms versus Knights. <laughs> so they are going one on one. LA Knights. Yep. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. LA Knight thinks that he's the Rock. He has the same like cadence and delivery Demeanor. as the yeah, Rock. Yeah, he does. Yeah. That Every time up. I see him. I see him on that show that he was on with The Rock. Do you ever? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. He was. It was the reality show where he, like it was like the hero or something like. I don't remember what it was actually mm. called. Yep. Oh, it, yeah. it was. It was something like that actually. Yeah. <laughs> and he, it's got to be like copyright infringement the way he he even he even did it in TNA when he was uh, Eli. Eli. Eli Drake. Yeah. 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 
I mean, thing. I like him. I, I mean, he's a talk. He's great. He is. Um, he's a very good talker. He really. Yeah. really but every is. time I see him, I'm like, I just remember him in that show. Yeah. And when he was just like telling The Rock he wants to be a professional wrestler, at the time he already was though. He was an indie wrestler at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So we had to open up the show. Actually, we had the triple threat number one contender match between Pete Dunn, Kyle O'Reilly, and Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling. Great match. It was awesome. It was. It really, um, really was. Not only was it awesome, we didn't get a finish, just like any other number one contender match these days. Nope, no, no finish. finish. Who needs finish? Uh, because we got the return of Adam Cole, baby. Adam That's Cole. Right. Baby. Comes yeah. out and not only Adam this, Cole's here. He didn't just beat up on Kyle O'Reilly. He wasn't he wasn't um, showing favoritism. He he beat up everybody. He did. Which yeah. was very it was very inclusive of him. Yeah, exactly. Like right, such, a, yeah. such a nice Adam Cole. It was just a gentlemanly <laughs> thing to do. Everybody, everybody can get it. He didn't he didn't yeah. want to just, you know, show just beat up on Kyle. Cool Kyle. Cool Kyle. So, right. so he lays out all three competitors and he, he ends up being escorted out by security. Uh so they ended up being not being a defined winner of the triple threat match. And of course, William Regal is irate. And <laughs> I also want to point out that up at the top, you can't see it, but I wrote "battle" or is it a night of brawls? <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. accurate because it seemed like there were so many. Because immediately yeah. after this one, Amber, Amber Moon called out Raquel, and they had a brawl. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, Adam Cole eventually does come back out to the ring, and he says that he's the true number one contender. He held that championship, I think he said, 403 days, so the greatest NXT champion of all time. Um, then he cuts, a, then he cuts a, a good promo on Karrion Kross. Uh, tells Karrion Kross that on his best day, he couldn't lace up Adam Cole's boots. Right. Mm. And that he's not, and, uh, and that he's not special. He's just holding Adam Cole's property. I because Karrion Kross came out with the line, he said, and what's funny, he kind of made it real. He was like, he's like, don't, he's like, why are you so upset? Be, is it because you're not special anymore? Because I'm yeah. here. He's like, he's like, no, we got, we can talk about this out here. We don't have to go back there to talk about this. How you're yeah. not special anymore? Yeah. I love that. Right. Yeah, I love that too. You're no longer special. Basically, ma- making it seem like you know Cole's like, uh, you know, he's the teacher's. He was the teacher's pet, but now he's mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Uh, now no one cares because. Yeah. Carrion screams main roster to me. Yeah. I can see, I can see him losing this five-way match that they got coming up, not yeah. getting pinned, and then being moved up because I don't know. Like I don't even know what's going on right now with uh, New Japan talk last week, the releases today. You know, like who knows? Uh, who so, knows? so yeah. Speaking of that, uh, he was you know Karen Cross is he wants to be Rambo and fight everybody. So he immediately during this. Uh, because Regal comes out because these guys are getting intense. And he tells Regal, he says, uh, I want to match. I want to fight all of them. Because, you know, he's super carry across and he wears gladiator skirts. <laughs> so, yes, which, he does. don't get me wrong. I like carrying cross. Yeah. But I just, uh, it's just yeah. like, he's, I, have, I don't know if I've seen a champion in a while or a long like, time. Just being how like, I want to fight everybody. Look, how yep. tough did he look, though, coming out with the belt on? You know, and with that mm-hmm. like tank top, like he came to the oh, ring. Yeah. I'm like, like, man, he looks like a beast. Yeah, he looks like a champion. So he says he wants to face uh, 
five of all five of them, or yeah. all four of them, and Regal grants it. So at NXT Takeover in your house, it shall be a five way matchup between Kyle O'Reilly, Cole, uh, Cole Cole, Pete Dunne, Johnny Wrestling, Adam Cole, baby, and Karrion Cross. So uh, how is that going to work? Is five it way. all at once, or yeah. is it? Yeah, it's like elimination. Know. It's it's first first pinfall or submission. Like, how are you going to do a first pinfall or submission with a five five way? All right, so that'd be cool if it was elimination style. Yeah, if it was elimination, then I could. I'm like, yeah. So, so that pay per view or not pay per view, whatever in your house is June 13th, which is a week from Sunday. So if they got stipulations, they're gonna have to get to them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Like real like chip chop chip. Yep. So we got main event time, tag team championship match between MSK and Legato Del Fantasma. Time out. Time out. Time out. Have we answered the freaking question yet, boys? I have actually looked this up. Okay. I took it upon myself to look it up because I I tweeted you, Wesley. I want to see them say it on TV. What it means. You didn't answer me. I should have to look it up. We go back to Aviano, but anyway, moving on. You didn't answer me, so I had to look it up. They did an interview about this when they first signed on NXT, and they purposely did not tell anybody what it means. And they still haven't? Yes, yeah. I've looked it up too. And I... it, there's nothing. They there's literally nothing. won't say what it means. So it's just it's what they're going with, just MSK. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> now that we know that. <laughs> Uh, Good. I won't answer that question no more. Yeah, I, like I, said, I did. I did the research, and that's what we got. Yeah. If anybody out there in uh, in podcast world land listening to this knows, or maybe has an insight on what MSK means, tweet one of us, Dirty Bird Thirty Three, Primo Silver Fox, AJ One Eight Four Two, or sit down, Marks. If you have guesses on what it is, wrong answers only, so to make it fun. But if you actually know or think you might know what it means, tweet us and let's find out. All right, go ahead. So, the, so yeah, the main event was Tag Team Championship match between MSK and Legado Del Fantasma. Uh, during the match, randomly, uh, GYV and... Chapa and Thatcher. Yeah. Explain. Like, they randomly show up. So GYV comes out like they're gonna um, distract, but then Chapa and Thatcher quickly intercept. They all get rushed backstage. With and this happens in like ten seconds. Yeah, and it then never gets talked about. Nope. Like it wasn't planned, and they were like, "Okay, move on, move on." Oh god. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, don't you dare interrupt this awesome match. So, dear. But however, during the match. Santos Escobar does interfere, but then he's up against the wall, and Bronson Reed just straight squishes this dude. <laughs> right, yeah. Pancake. Flapjack. Yeah, he does. Pancakes him, for sure. Yes, he does. Boom! Snot bubbles are showing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what my old football coach used to say in high school. Knock the snot bubbles out of him. Yeah, him so hard the snot bubbles come out. So, uh, <laughs> basically, after this, they, he even the odds. Bronson Reed did come by coming out. And MSK ended up retaining their tag team championship with victory over Legado Del Fantasma. That's how NXT ended. That's your WWE recap for the week. That's your all recap for the week. And recaps are done. All right. Now we can get to the rest of the show. Good job, boys. Yeah. Well done on the recap. So, all right, guys. So... 
Next up is uh, Pick Primo's Brain. We're going to do this one more time, and then we're going to retire it for a while. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back as a revamped version because we're 12 episodes in now. Uh, you asked uh, me a lot of questions. Yeah, I've asked him a lot of questions. Picks. I know a lot of uh, about his uh, Primo's uh, wrestling uh, knowledge now because we've been doing this for a while. So I'm um, figuring it out. So, yeah, about that. yeah. All right. So today's question is to both you boys here and then we're going to go to the graphic and we'll come right back. Yep, yep, yep. What was the very first pay-per-view that you bought with your own money? Like at home. Ah. What was the very first one that you bought like at home, like a big deal you wanted to watch it. So think about that. We'll come right back. I'm going to go grab me another rowdy. Be right back. Brain. All right, AJ, what was the first pay-per-view that you bought with your own money? So, I saved up my allowance um and bought SummerSlam 1992 in Wembley Stadium because there was a a big time delay since it was, you know, eight eight hours ahead of us. Right, yep. Um, So I saved up my allowance and was able to buy it, and I saw the British Bulldog beat Bret Hart in the main event to win the Intercontinental Championship in one of my favorite matches as a kid because I was such a British Bulldog fan. And he got to win, and it was a huge crowd pop, and because they they were in England, and so that was the first one. Summerslam, yep. nineteen ninety-two. Turned out to be British's Bulldogs' biggest moment ever. Yep, in his rep- career. What about you, Primo? Summerslam, <laughs> two thousand two. <laughs> Ten years later, it was it was Rock and Rock. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So yep. that's that's the one that I saved up and bought. I remember, I still remember the kip up, the double kip up with the Rock and Brock, yep. um, Brock Lesnar for all you marks that don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, and uh, man, I also ended up I ended up amassing from like my teenage years up until a few years ago when DVDs went out of style. I uh, had a big DVD collection, and I mm. would buy DVDs. I actually owned this one on DVD. I remember owning uh, WrestleMania 20 on DVD as well, uh, and it was like a double disc. So yeah. yeah. Where was this? Uh, let's see. I was in the Nassau Veterans Coliseum in New York. Yep, Nassau Coliseum. Nice, nice. All right, good one, boys. So we're going to retire that. We'll bring it back later with a revamped. Uh, version here, and uh, we'll, we'll bring it back later on down the line. So, all right, today's main topic, our top five favorite wrestling cities. Now, this are the cities that we think are the top five best in wrestling as far as passionate fans, venues, history, um, things that happen there. You can even throw in there where some of the wrestlers are from. So, Sentimental. All right. Yep, sentimental. Sentimentality. Yep, sentimentality. Yep, for sure. All right, so we're going to go from five to one. Primo, I'm going to let you kick us off with your number five top wrestling city. Here we go. Number five for me. So it's is a, you know, history has taken place here on several times. Uh, my favorite thing, though, about this place is the fact that when whenever the WWE travels back here, uh, the people that are from here speak to the fans how they their language like when kevin owens does because it's montreal Mm. they speak french they're french canadian so when he starts talking to the crowd in french i'm like 
It's really cool, man. Yeah. yeah to me. Also, Montreal Screwjob. <laughs> so, okay. uh, Montreal is my number five. I will say this. Montreal, not on my list. Really? Nope. I, nope. I'm, I am dedicated to you the United States, United States of America. <laughs> For my top five, I'll. Oh you know, man, so Dubai's not on there. Spoiler alert! Inside the continental U.S. <laughs> AJ, you want to go next? So uh, my number five is sticking with Canada for for now. Oh, you know, I've never, I've never actually seen a show take place in this. I know they take place all the time because it's a very famous city. Um, but I picked it because of. Stu Hart's Dungeon, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. That's where Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Roddy Roddy Piper, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Tyson Kidd, Tyson Kidd, Chris Benoit, Edge, Christian, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Jericho, uh, David Boy Smith, and most importantly, Bad News Brown. All came out of Bad News Brown. <laughs> you know who, came- You know who's not from there? The Calgary Kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not from there. He's, yeah. he's from Muncie, Indiana. <laughs> he's from Winnipeg. <laughs> but uh, so Calgary, you know, Stampede Wrestling. Again, that's I've never the, seen. That's never what Kishiko s- says. I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> from Winnipeg, you idiot. We, oui, that's French. I know. Um, <laughs> okay. So number, number five is Calgary for that reason. Just because all of those. We both on, went Canada on our number five. Yep, both went Canada, number five. So Calgary, yeah. number five. You guys are communists. Yes, All right, so for me, number five, this is a, t- a city that I started, that yes. I went to a lot growing up. This this town was only about an hour and a half from me growing up. I saw legendary live shows there. I saw Steamboat and Flair wrestled there a thousand times. I saw um, the Four Horsemen. This is the area that they kind of really started help making their name with the exception of a few other cities. But this is my only North Carolina city on, on, uh, on, on my list. Number five for me is Greensboro, North Carolina. Greensboro Coliseum. So many legendary matches happened there. Starcade, Dusty Flair, um, you know, um, just tons of tons of wrestling. Yes, it was basically just uh, NWA, uh, WCW area, you know, um, um, WWF, WWE, whatever did end up running there sometimes. But, you know, it was the hotbed city of NWA for me um, in the South. So Greensboro, number five. Primo, number four. Number four for me, uh, this the the crowd here is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a, a ruckus crowd, you could say. Uh, <laughs> it's the home of ECW, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. My ECW. number four. ECW. Uh oh. So I mean, you know what happens, it, Primo? <laughs> it has to be on in the list. You know, the crowd there is crazy. They're passionate, not only Nuts. for ECW, but. Even any any venue that you see that's in Philly, um, the you can just feel the intensity. They're they're really they're really you know they have a large wrestling fan base there. Yep, it's a fight town. Yep, definitely. Uh, AJ, so, do you have something similar at number four? Well, first I would like to say that um, the the person that Cody Rhodes was dressed like in Double or Nothing was the Homelander from That's right, the Homelander. Boys, Homelander. Great show. Um, so, Lost me there. 
My number four is uh, Montreal. And in my notes, I take shorthand notes. I put, screw job, Sammy Zayn, Kevin Owens, speak French. <laughs> nice. So almost yeah. exactly what we Primo think a lot alike. <laughs> yeah, we, we really do. Yeah. So uh, number four is Homelander plays is the name of the guy from the boys that Cody Rhodes look like. Montreal number four. Okay, for me at number four, you know this, uh, you know this town. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there. New York City. You know it's uh, it's the it's the mecca. You know it's Madison Square Garden. It's WWE. Tons of wrestling has happened there. You you know, New York's gotta be on the list, man. A lot has happened there. You know, it's 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 Vince's uh it's his area of running uh you know, running shop. You know, he, he kinda has a little bill on uh Madison Square Garden there. So New York number four for me. AJ or excuse me, Primo, number three. Three. For me. Three. It's not going to be on any of your lists. And don't worry, AJ, I didn't steal it this time. You don't know that. This, this is my sentimental pick. My first ever Monday Night Raw I went here. Uh, and that is at the Frank Urban Center in Austin, Texas. I love it. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I love it. Sentimental, I mean, it's sentimental yeah, that's just my hometown, yeah. hometown location. Um, yeah. It was the most local to me. And like I said, my first Monday Night Raw live event was there. It was great. So it's Austin, Texas. That's a cool. Okay. Pick. So, um, my number three. Again, right, I'm just I see read, right behind me. I'm just gonna read out awesome. my. Uh, I, I, John Cena. No, it's the Brahma Bulls. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm again. I'm just gonna read out. <laughs> read out my shorthand. Okay. Because it's already been stated. Number three, New York shorthand that I was going to expound upon, but I don't need to. MSG, where it started. So I'm just, yep. I don't need it because Dirty, you yeah. already took it. So, yeah, you know, yeah, we're just, we're, we are ruining AJ's list. Oh, wait, a lot, of, worse. Hold on. a lot of things have happened in New York, you know, subtly. You know, for me, the one of the biggest as of late, you probably laugh, but when Cena came back at the Rumble years ago, like that was oh, huge MSG. Although I never liked the Rumble there because it's a short entrance yeah, way the, at the garden. The, the ramp is so small. Yeah, and the camera is behind. Yeah. Yep. All right. So for me at number three, uh, this is another big NWA territory. You know, by the way, I, w- I want to throw an honorable mention to Atlanta and Charlotte, you know, Southeast yeah. cities, big, you know, areas, uh, you know, I don't think they were enough to make the top five, but me number three, because it was such a big area for the horsemen. This is where the horsemen really started to get over and get themselves out there outside of the Carolinas. My number three, Baltimore, Maryland. Interesting. Huge, was, you know, huge uh, NWA area. You know, uh, a lot of wrestlers, you know, from that area, big time uh, wrestling town. For me, Baltimore. All right, so here we go. Top two, Primo, get us started. I swear, I swear to God. No, go ahead. These these top two are going, we could be similar here with us so so do you remember money in the bank 2011 (laughs) no i don't because in chicago (laughs) no i don't remember nothing happened i would say chicago before you guys because it's probably (laughs) higher on your list but obviously for i'm not i'm actually gonna leave it to you guys to speak about it more 
but the crowd there is rowdy. They're passionate fans, and it's awesome. Go back and just keep watch that pay per view. That it shows a great example as to why that's a great wrestling town or yep. city. AJ, you got number two. So, number two, we have again. Just going to read my shorthand. Philadelphia. Um, Same. ECW crazy marquee fans. I don't need to expand anymore because yep. it's already been said. Yeah. Like those, they probably have the most rabid fans, and like they're such polite word jerks. <laughs> I guess I love. Yeah. They're, they're the only city where. Where the fans are obnoxious that you just... They're supposed to be the city of brotherly love? Uh, Yeah, yeah. they're they're just horrendously awful, and it makes the shows so much better. uh, Mick Foley talks about how, in in that doc, about how he he asked for a chair, and that's when when they threw all the chairs. (laughs) When they they threw all the chairs, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, just smarky behavior, I love it. What makes Philadelphia those Eagles, annoying fans, Flyers fans... In the same sense, makes them absolutely phenomenally great wrestling fans. Oh yeah, in the horrible, same sense. yeah. Horrible yep. football, baseball, yep. basketball fans. Yeah, great oh, wrestling yeah. fans. Yeah. All right, so my number two, Philadelphia, number two yeah. as well. All right, Primo, give us your number one, and then me and AJ are going to talk uh, about the real, <laughs> about the real number one. That's, okay. why I, I, that's why I left it to you yeah. guys. Go ahead, uh, set the stage, and then we'll take it from here. So we had in the, in this city, we had people who wrestled in it, such as Stone Cold, Mick mm-hmm. Foley, the Freebirds, the Von Erichs. That's none other than Dallas, Texas. Stampede uh, wrestling. Sticking you know, in Texas. I, I'm a Texas boy, born and raised, so I'm sticking right. with Texas as a number one for me. Dallas, Texas. How about uh, WrestleMania next year and WrestleMania a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, I, no, I, I almost went with Houston because they've had some great moments too. <laughs> but just the names that have passed through Dallas, mm. uh, I stuck with Dallas. Dallas is awesome. Yeah. That's my number one. Five to one for me, Montreal, Philadelphia, Austin, Chicago, and Dallas. All right, AJ, hit your five to two, and then we'll uh, we'll tell everybody the real number one, yeah, the actual number one. Yeah, so, the real one. I guess you I should tell them that's because y'all are from there, that area. <laughs> y'all live there. I'd say this if I still lived on the East Coast. I'd say this if I lived in Muncie, Indiana. You so nobody picked Muncie, Indiana. So, two honorable mentions for me. Muncie, Indiana, and Suplex City. Gotta mention Suplex City. Oh, man. Suplex City. Suplex City. Parts Unknown didn't make the list. Parts I was there earlier. You know, I'm not impressed. Yeah. Way too too many Dairy Queens in Parts Unknown. That's right outside of Savannah. Weird. So, number five. (laughs) Number five, Calgary. Number four, still in Canada, Montreal. Number three, New York. Number two, Philly. And, obviously, number one, same as Dirty. Uh, That would be Chicago. Five Greensboro, right. number one. Five Greensboro, four New York, three Baltimore, two Philadelphia, number one Chicago. All you gotta do is look up wrestling in uh, in in any decade. Yep. You know, it's the greatest, most rabid, passionate fans in the world. We love our hometown guys. I've adopted them since moving here. You know, yeah. the Road Warriors are from Chicago. C- you know, C- there's C- a little Punk. guy that you might know. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
we talked about him earlier. Lex Luger is all Lex Luger, uh, yeah. Chicago, the total package. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, when you know what uh, a pay-per-view is going to be in Chicago, you know it's going to be hot. You, you say the same about Philadelphia. You know, the fans are going to be into it. It's going to be red hot, scorching all night long. It's going to be fun to watch. And AEW all out. Yep, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, AEW all out. Chicago has the greatest face turn in the history of face turns. When Stone Cold Steve Austin almost bled to death and passed out while Bret Hart had him in the sharpshooter. Greatest face turn ever happened in Chicago. WrestleMania 13. Yep. Rosemont Horizon. In the Rosemont Horizon. That's that's. WWE's home away from a home, basically. It is. I don't, what's it called now? It's not called the Rosemont Horizon. Allstate Arena. Allstate Arena, thank you. Allstate Arena now. But what I love about this place, guys, is it's old enough to where the the ceiling is still wood. It yep. looks like it looks like a wood floor ceiling. <laughs> you know, you walk in there, you kind of feel the wrestling nostalgia. You know, yeah, WrestleMania 13 happened there. You know, I, a quick little note. The last time I got to see live wrestling was there. Was it really? Survivor Series. Um, actually, or other than Indies, actually, the Survivor Series was there um, two years ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, it was. Yeah, yeah, I did NXT Saturday and then Survivor Series Sunday. That was the big Keith Lee, which whatever happened to that guy. Um, he had a big face off with uh, Roman, so yeah, it was interesting. But all right, that's our top five cities, man. Interesting, uh, fun, uh, fun little uh, top five there. So, by the way, do you want to you want to hear my uh, my shorthand for my number one Chicago? So number one Chicago, obviously. <laughs> that's, obviously. All, that's all I wrote down. With it. No that's words. Obviously. All right, I want to take a second, man. Thank everybody listening on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and on Sportinarium.com online radio. We are live Fridays at 7.15, right after the Thomas Bryce Show. I love how long that list is getting. Yeah, man, we are getting on all the platforms. Thank you, uh, everyone. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. You right there listening right now. Thanks a lot. We are live every Wednesday on twitch.tv slash dirtybird33 with two eyes in the bird. Also want to thank Rowdy Energy. I just popped my second. Got a little strawberry lemonade rolling now. Primo's favorite uh, uh, flavor. And also to Coastland Apparel, www.coastlandapparel.com. Use promo code BIRDTV for 15% off. All right, let's close the show out here with some uh, news and notes as we uh, roll on here. Anybody watch the Mick Foley A&E biography? I did, but I didn't pay much attention because I read his book. Right, yeah, yeah. uh, And honestly, that's kind of well, you know, if you've been watching wrestling a while, especially with these biographies, you already know the story. Mm -hmm. For me, Dark Side of the Ring is different because it's a different angle of, you know, what we're trying to go for. So, but um, actually, I just watched the Ultimate Warrior Dark Side of the Ring. I can see now why Dana said it was smut because. And filth. Smut and filth. Yep. Yeah, I don't think is it was it, smut and filth. Is it possibly because Jim Cornette and JR just absolutely <laughs> took a, a poo right on him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, honestly, you know, anything you've ever heard about the Warrior, it's always the same. You know, it's yeah. always the same thing. Yeah. So they're yeah. just saying what everybody's always said. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, yeah and, uh, and she... 
uh, they had more like, I guess you didn't didn't like hearing. Oh, that was the th thing that I was like, mm. maybe she really didn't like that part. Yeah, Let's... no, not at yep. all. So anyway, next week's Dark Side of the Ring. I believe this one is the story of the family of Grizzly Smith. I believe if you guys don't know who Grizzly Smith is, Jake the Snake Roberts' daddy. Yep, yep. He yep. and Sam Houston. Um, uh, I think they had another brother too. Anyway, it's the story of them. So that'll be interesting because I don't know a whole lot about that. You know, I kind of know a little bit of you know the story. So uh, everybody that's just jumped in here, we got a big uh, jump of viewers. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for uh, uh, being in here. We are, uh, are wrapping up the show here, uh, just finishing up some uh, news and notes. But um, but we were talking about it earlier, guys. Uh, it's kind of a great um, it's kind of a, a great feeling, man. We we're seeing fans coming back to to wrestling shows, so that's making it more interesting right off the bat. Um. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that the fact that they have the live wrestlers or the live wrestlers, the live fans, live the wrestling shows. Uh, I mean, you, you know, besides the stadium stampede, obviously, uh, <laughs> no, but for real, the, the, the fans being live, it showed that this pay-per-view this over the weekend with AEW and also even back to WrestleMania, how hot the fans were, mm -hmm. all of us here at home are just chomping at the bit to go watch some wrestling. We are. We are. Absolutely. So it's, are. it's so cool, man. Especially yeah. you're seeing these dates coming around the nation, not just in Florida and Texas now. Yep. Yeah. Um, now they're coming everywhere, which yes, awesome. Yes, absolutely. All right. So moving on, uh, let's talk about, um, we got a little small little wrestler spotlight here. I want to talk about Jungle Boy, boy who Jungle we talked about. You know, he ended up winning the Casino Battle Royal, so he gets to face Omega now, which, uh, you know, yeah, it's a small little touch, I think, of what we're going to see maybe later on down the line, so that's interesting. But another thing, too, man, let's talk about Hangman Page for a minute. Where are we going with him? Because, you know, I love everything he's doing. I, you know, he, he's white meat baby face to me. You know, he was doing the heel thing for a little bit. Is he in Dark Order? Is he out of Dark Order? Is he's like he's like the Dark Order homie. Yeah, yeah. He's like Dark Order adjacent. Like he's yeah, he's like in Dark he's Order. Like, but... Yeah, he's like drinking with Dark Order. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, he's like hold my cup while I go yeah, wrestle. Yeah, which but... I don't know about you guys, but do y'all feel like the Dark Order is kind of slowly like? Um, uh, becoming a little bit of crowd uh, crowd favorites, kind of like I feel like, and maybe it's just because the fans are coming back and everybody's just cheering for wrestling, no matter who it is. Yeah, no, you know, like, who it was. yeah, who it is. But when they're out there wrestling now, it seems like more people are paying attention. Um, I yeah, I think so. I hope I I like the Dark Order, so I hope it's not just the fans just cheering on anything. There it is. Yep. I mean, but if you think about it, it not really, because Team Taz didn't, didn't get the same kind of pop with the Dark Order. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, but I like you get a bigger pop than them. Hangman Page has <laughs> got to be AEW champ at some point, right? Yeah. At least TNT. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At, at least he'll hold, TNT. He'll hold belts yeah. of some kind. He seems like a solid workhorse. Yes. Yeah. I had See, the feeling. I, Go ahead. I don't think they should put the the – AEW championship on them, but TNT definitely. Um, yeah, I like that. I just felt like when him and Jericho wrestled that first time for the championship, yeah, him losing would mean he's going to come back later. Yeah, you know no, what I mean, like because kind of... I felt like uh, it was putting a shine on him, like Primo said earlier. You know, yeah. with with Jericho, so 
Yeah, so it's interesting to see uh, where that goes. But, all right, another thing last week, um, you know, it hit Twitter. I think Meltzer and a few other guys dropped it on there that the WWE was in talks with New Japan. Now, why would they do that? Are we looking at a, a, a partnership here, or are we thinking this is just Vince trying to put the block on AEW? What do you guys think? I think that Vince is trying to corner the business there. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, I don't know. He's probably trying to bully his way into it with money. But uh, I did see that Tony Khan is not the slightest bit intimidated by it. Nope, not at all. No, because I, I think they probably got, like, if it came down to wallets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where, I, mean, like yeah. I, don't, I don't know which one I would pick. I don't know who's got True. more. I don't know I who's mean, got more. I, I mean, can you own the when you own the Jags. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the Jags are the Jags are the smallest. The, they bought the Jags yeah. because they yeah. wanted to have some fun. Because they're cheap. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah. seriously bought the Jags for for like couch cushions. Yeah, money. yeah, yeah, yeah. Their money comes from other things, man. For sure. I think, yeah. I think that that they're loaded. Like, I really hope this isn't the case, but I can see Vince McMahon trying to. Um, make a partnership with New Japan just so he can put New Japan on the shelf in America. He watched Collision in Korea and got intrigued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what is, what is this continent what, over here? Shelf did that? I want to do that. <laughs> Alright guys, let's start to wrap up the show. Favorite champ right now. Well, I don't think we know if we talked about this in an episode or two because I don't know if we changed, but Primo, who's your favorite champ right now? I'm sticking with Roman. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's, he's still my favorite champ. He's still he, he's still killing it on SmackDown. His whole thing, like the whole thing with him and the family and the Usos now, mm. they're the ones I want to watch on SmackDown. They're the main storyline. Uh, hey, I'm changing mine for okay. for the first time in. Like, You're going Miro, aren't you? That was my second choice. You're going Miro. I'm going Miro. Oh, he, oh, yeah. Miro I knew it. Snake up the ramp. I, I, I almost went Miro, but yeah. This is what I say because I'm going to stick with Omega, but I Miro after this after this pay-per-view has got me leaning because you're right, man. It just fits him. He looks yep. like the TNT yeah. champ. He's representing it right. Like it, 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 The belt fits the person. The, the wrestler fits the belt. That whole, like, I, I love it. Yeah. He's, th he's throwing snakes up ramps. He's doing no wrong. <laughs> right. he's, he's, he's cheap yeah. shot in legends. Yeah. yeah, he is. He's calling out old men who do yoga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great promos. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, all right. So, we got fans back. Let's throw that out of the way. What do we like and don't like about wrestling right now? I'll go first. Since you guys have been going first on everything else. Yes, Rude. we do. Um, now, a, a thumbs up on the TNT Championship. I love where they're going with it. We were just talking about it. You know, um, Darby was um, involved in it um, in the beginning, and we were all like, oh, he's making it interesting. He's making it fun. And then when Miro won, we're kind of like, oh, I don't know. But now we're interested, but in a different facet. So I'm going to say thumbs down up on uh, Miro TNT Championship. Thumbs down, I'm going to say um, the women's division probably in WWE. It's, oh, it's it, awful. It's lackluster. It's awful. It's kind of hard to watch at the moment. I don't know what they're doing with Charlotte. And 
yeah, I don't know, man. Let's just, I don't know. Anyway, AJ, thumb up, thumb down. So, thumbs up. up. Thumb up, thumb down. The old old, uh, Caesar thumb up for me is um, is AEW. They they did everything right over the weekend. Um, Their show on Friday, like, they built up the pay-per-view, and then the actual pay-per-view just knocked every single thing that they could knock out of the park out of the park. Yeah. it was, it was a phenomenal show. It was the first one back that had live fans. Unbelievable. Yep. Um, so big stinky thumb down to um, – <laughs> to I, I do agree with you about the, the women's division. I have hope though because I remember it was probably like six weeks ago I said the women's division was my thumbs up because Charlotte was back, Asuka, you know, all that stuff. Becky Lynch yeah. come back. But right now thumbs down is still – Raw again. The only thing that I watched on Raw was the uh, Randy Orton and um, Xavier Woods match. That was that was it. I skipped. Well, I'll say this, boys, before Primo starts. It needs a shot in the arm. I'm not a huge Becky fan. I never have been, but the division needs her now, probably more than anybody's needed at this point. So get her back. Women's division gets a shot in the arm. Where I am a Becky you know, fan. I am. I am as well. We're back. We're back rolling. I'm just a Charlotte guy. So, Primo, what do you got, buddy? Uh, so my thumb, my thumb. I get two thumbs. Two thumbs up. <laughs> I get the one. Uh, are the, is the fact that we have these two awesome shows, NXT and AEW, which I get to look for. I do look forward to both of these shows in sure. their entirety each week, and they are on separate nights, back to back, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yep. So they're not on the same night feeling like I'm having to watch one or the other. I get to watch one night NXT, the very next night uh, AEW, even though I don't watch them live, so I usually watch them the next morning. Yeah. But the, I like the fact that it's just these two shows are basically carrying wrestling for me right now. They are. Um, yep. I mean, I guess that could be the, also a thumbs down that those two shows are carrying wrestling. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that my, but my actual thumbs down, I completely forgot. But <laughs> I really did have a thumbs down too. Potatoes. It, it's it. Oh, that's zombies. It. That's it. The <laughs> fact that you know I have on my Monday Night Raw list, right, wherever it went, over here I have these three items, right, for Monday Night. No, that's this this I these right here. That's still. The, I had to really come up with something for two of those items <laughs> to get that. And this much. is a three-hour show. Yeah. yeah. Go no, two things. Go back to two hours if you're not gonna if you're gonna make like two uh, two and a half hours of the show boring in the first place. Yep. Uh, and so go back to two hours. And secondly, put as much effort into your premiere show as you are into. If half the effort you're putting into NXT and some of the effort you're putting into SmackDown. Mm. Yep, agreed. All right. Otherwise, otherwise it's just gonna flop around like a dead fish. All right. So coming up, uh, pay per views. What we got coming up? Uh, Impact uh, against all odds. Mm. Um, let's see. Slammiversary, July seventeenth. WWE. What we got coming up? Hell um, in the Cell is the next one. Um, in a few, NXT Takeover. Yep, yeah, NXT Takeover is the thirteenth. Hell in the Cell is June twentieth. Um, 
What's the next AEW coming up that uh, they announced since next, it just happened? Next AEW is I don't remember. It's full something. Um, full gear or something like that. Full. It is. I think it's. No, full gear is in November. Oh. Is it? Is it all out? Is that the next pay-per-view? I think it might be all out. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep, that's the one that's going to be in Chicago. Yeah, that's, it's in we Chicago. We were just talking about that. Yeah. All out's in September. Okay, yep. So that'll be, yep, that one, because we were talking about, because, uh, yeah, we are talking about being in, in September. Okay, so we got that coming up. If you, you want to count Fighter Fest, that's in June. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's the one, yeah. That's yeah, I don't, yeah, that's the one thing, though, too. That's the one they do with, like, a festival-type deal. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, so SummerSlam hype probably start right after Hell in a Cell, I would think, uh, coming up. SummerSlam August. In yeah. August, normally, is they when they Money in the Bank in July. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, then SummerSlam in August. So, so uh, Supremo gets to hold on the trophy for about two more months, and then it's over. So, yep. um, yeah, so, all right. So, let's, uh, that's going to do it for the show today. Um, let's talk about what we got um, coming up next week. We're going to talk about our top five women's wrestlers, our top five favorite women's wrestlers of all time. We all have Ajax. All of them are Nijax, one to five. Uh, next hey, week, young. <laughs> next week's uh, guest, uh, we're possibly going to have a guest, uh, but we got two guests coming up later in the week. Um, uh, my buddy Chris is going to, Willie is going to come on the show, and then Ziggy's going to make a return Ziggy. at the uh, end of the month, uh, just for a little one night stand, one night jump in. And uh, also uh, next week, we're uh, we're going to watch Chris Jericho's debut. And uh, as the Millennium Man, when The Rock was in the ring, classic, legendary. Y2J. Uh, Y2J debut. So that is coming up next week. We'll watch that. Next week, we'll talk about our top five women's wrestlers. So that's going to do it for today, man. I want to thank everybody listening on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and on Sportinarium.com. Online radio live every Friday at 7.15 Eastern Time right after the Thomas Bryce Show. We want to thank everybody for listening, downloading, subscribing all over the world. Man, we can't thank you guys enough. We got tons of things coming up here on the show. Primo, AJ, you got anything you want to say on the way out? Yeah, uh, go follow the show on Twitter at SitDownMarks. That's all lowercase S-I-T-D-O-W-N-M-A-R-K-S at SitDownMarks on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow there. You can keep up with all the latest and greatest sit down marks content. And each time you listen to us on any of those audio listening platforms, do us a favor, hit that follow button. It helps support us, gives us the proper analytics, lets us know who's listening. Uh, and also if you could also give Sportinarium radio, uh, a follow on Twitter as well. They they have us on their platform now and it's amazing. Yes, yeah, man. yes it is. We're awesome. excited to be on their platform. Yep. Me too. I did. Said perfectly. Uh, grab them cakes. From your mom's kitchen. Grab them cakes. Are we talking crab cakes? Or? No, wait, I've been mo- okay, so um, anyone listening, you'll you'll figure this out eventually. I'll keep it under wraps for right now, but there's something coming up. Um, I will say that grab them cakes is the name of Junkyard Dog's theme song when he would. His it's the name of his entrance music. 
Let's grab them cakes. Grab them cakes. Grab thump, them cakes. Thump on the trunks. All right. <laughs> so we're in the day with a junkyard dog reference. Once again, thank everybody for tuning in, man. I'm the Dirty Bird. Those are my babyface co-hosts, Primo and AJ. Later. They make the show happen, man. So uh, make sure you go give those guys a follow as well. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in live here on Twitch. We're live every Wednesday at uh, 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 Central. Available on all basically all the platforms so go check us out and we'll thank everybody for subscribing and downloading all right everybody we will see you next wednesday this is uh this is episode number 12 we'll see you next week man thanks for tuning in i'm adios. dirty bird adios peace